What's up, everyone, and welcome to the Crossroads Podcast, your place to get the latest news, events, and discussion in the world of PlayStation, PC, and Xbox gaming. It's your boy, LeBron Dawkins, welcoming you all, all you wonderful gamers, back to the Crossroads Show. Whoa, whoa, but, whoa, course, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's not use that word gamers, bro. Oh. Oh, use that word oh. gamers, bro. That triggers me. You know that. How about how about wonderful? What people? I, 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 people. I don't know. What? Wonderful people. That's fine. <laughs> wonderful people that enjoy playing video games. How about that? You know, okay. I don't like that, that word. I don't like that, that word. That works. As a matter of fact, go ahead and go ahead and make that edit for me real fast. Uh, because, of course, I can't do this show alone. So back with me tonight, as always, are my are my exuberant co-hosts in gaming and podcasting uh andre wilson and stoyan jovic hey guys how are you uh, hello 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 uh i'm okay i want to talk about um i i, I read something that uh, that i felt i read something online that felt like it attacked me oh. i'm sorry that was me <laughs> that was well, me all right, then I'm going to take it straight to you. Um, I, I read something on Polygon.com that I was like, oh, I felt attacked. Uh, it, mm-hmm. Basically, the title of the article said, everyone's got a Triforce tattoo. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Andre, don't and, you have a Triforce tattoo? Yeah, I do. That's why I'm laughing. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, I got one right here, as you can see. And I'm like, man, that's obviously the most like noticeable one that the tattoo that everybody looks at. They're like, oh, is that from Legend of Zelda? You know, and uh, well, I was like, I'll be honest with you. Like, I usually spot that. I usually someone could have a mosaic of tattoos all over their body. And I usually spot that one first. <laughs> yeah. And I think honestly, like, it, you know, it, it's a little bit of a clickbaity article. But yeah, uh, it's become one of the more popular video game theme tattoos out there and there's Mm -hmm. i i've seen all different kinds there's actually a subreddit on reddit called zelda tattoos that i'm actually a part of Um, (laughs) but uh yeah so but it's it's crazy to see like different kind of styles of uh you know how people like intertwine you know the the triforce tattoo or you know oh some people get so creative it's like yeah super super creative Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I'm kind of jealous because, you know, these people have these like really cool sleeves and I'm like, oh, man, you know, like once you do a sleeve, you're pretty much done. Like, that's it. Like, you better you yeah. better be happy with that for the rest of your life. I mean, I'm happy with my sleeves. Don't get me wrong, but, you know, I just wish I had yeah. more arms. It's not like I can be I, like, hey, I want my sleeve off. Can you just like, you know? Yeah, you can't just cover it, it up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, I, I, I gotta say, as a, as a person who has zero tattoos and stuff like that, like I actually like I actually like the ink you guys have and stuff like that. It's it's nerdy, but it also speaks to both the you know both the, your person's individual individualities and stuff like that. It's, it's mm-hmm. cool because I saw I see the I, for story I see the Mass Effect stuff uh, for uh, for Andre I see the Star Wars stuff you know um, and it's all cool and yeah um, I I think. I think in the days that uh, that you know, like when one of you guys like, oh, like, it's Mass Effect. That's what it yeah, is. It's Mass yeah, Effect. Mass Effect, yeah. Dragon Age, and then Mega Man X. Yep. Oh, yep. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, yeah. Good on you guys. Like, I doubt I'm getting anything gamer centric if I ever get a tattoo. Like, I'm I'm thinking I will probably get a tattoo sometime in like the next year or so. But I don't know if I'm getting anything gamer centric because, like, you know, like I don't know, like I. 
I'm, as a matter of fact, I'm trying not to get anything too pop culture-ish that, that, you know, relates to me. So, like, I probably won't get anything Star Trek related or, you know, gaming or anime and stuff like that. I think I just want to... Are you afraid they're going to hurt you? Are, are you afraid you're going to get a Zelda tattoo and then all of a sudden Legend of Zelda, they're going to put out a shit well, see, game? As much as I love Legend of Zelda, you pro- you're never going to see a, a Triforce tattoo on me. Never. Yeah. And to the story, to, uh, to backpack on what you said a second, once you get, like, a sleeve, like you're done. I thought the same thing. And then I got my hand done. And now I'm thinking about doing my fingers. And I'm like, when do I stop at this point? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you really you really can't. Yeah, like you start looking for like open spots on your body. And you're exactly. Like, right I'm there. like, I could yeah. do right here. I could do my thumb. I could merge it into my chest. I could go my yeah. back. And I'm like, I should just stop because I'm going way too deep with it. Yeah, the one thing I will never do is feet. Feet like I, I it's just such a that, bad idea because like that sounds like that sounds like so much pain well not but only we, that but like the skin is so thin and you're wearing shoes and socks like it's just gonna ruin the ink the only yeah. foot tattoo i think is really cool or or not not cool but like hits you in the childhood is i i don't know if i no i don't have a friend or know someone but i've seen it where someone got the word andy on the bottom of their foot from like as in toy story that's Uh the only time i've seen it where i'm like that is really cool when you say on the bottom of the foot you mean like like around around the around the edge i mean like like like, in the ditch like right here like a-n-d-y like right there and i was like painful but that's really cool actually i don't think that would be painful i mean that that part of the at all it probably it probably tickle more than what hurt yeah, probably. So. I don't. Hey, hey. I just. I. I know. I would kick my tattooist in the head by accident if I was getting my foot because <laughs> that would that'd be so uncomfortable. And I mean, yeah, it would be. I. I never ever yeah. thought about getting a tattoo, but I. I could see that. You know, being a Toy Story mm. reference, but. So yeah, so that's the only foot tattoo I've seen. That's like okay, I accept that. That's cool. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Not all of them are. Not all of them are stupid ideas. But I mean, you do you like I, I just because I would never get a foot tattoo don't mean like, you know, no one else should, I guess. If no, that's that's your thing, that's your thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's 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 not my thing. That's not my thing. And, you know, I'm I'm at that point now where it's like, you know, like I if I get a tattoo, like it, it would have to be I got I have to really think about my ta- uh, like what I'm going to get. Um, not so much. Not well, so much should. so far as well. Well, not. Well, you know what I mean? Like definitely use common sense when you get a tattoo, but my whole thing is like you know like I'm not trying to like wind up, wind up you know like being you know like getting, getting ink the rest of my life you know like every time I get a tattoo I gotta oh I gotta run back to the, to the parlor to the tattoo shop and get another one you know yeah man like you got it it becomes addicting yeah I'll yeah, never uh, sorry good good no good I was about to say that um when I got the one behind my ear. I'll, n- I'll never forget this. When I got the one behind my ear, and that was my first one, uh, the tattooist said, um, once you get one, you're going to want more as a joke. And I was like, yeah, right. And then like a month later, I was like, shit, what now do I want? And I just, and just, it's just, and you just, and you want more and more and more and more. Yeah. And now my arm's covered. So, yep. there's, so there's that. One thing led to another. Yeah, I woke up in an alley and I was like, why am I covered in tattoos? Yeah. Yeah, no, I know. Um, 
you know, I was always kind of drawn to like I wanted to do something video game related on my arm, you know, but like I wanted to pick, you know, obviously good games and good franchises that always stuck with me. Like Legend of Zelda always stuck with me ever since I was a kid. Mass Effect naturally stuck with me. Dragon Age really stuck with me. And Mega Man, I was just Mega Man fan for years, um, obviously, since playing Legend of Zelda. So those are my big four, obviously. Excuse me. Damn. Bro. Well, uh, well. Uh, so, uh, guys, I guess it's uh, we can just go ahead and roll into uh, the uh, one of the fun parts of the uh, episode for us, which is the "What Are We Playing" section, right? Are we good? Are we ready for that? Yeah, yes, we're sir. ready for that. All right. Cool. Cool. Uh, well, okay. So, who wants to go ahead and roll us off into the? Oh, actually, you know what? Hold on. No, it's me. Hold on, because it's on. me. Yeah, I was say because I, I got scolded this. last. I got scolded last time. This. Yeah. Andre, Andre, you are up. Tell tell us what you've been playing this past, so, uh, this past two weeks. Other than playing Persona Five on the Nintendo Switch, um, I made I made a promise to myself that so on my PC I'm playing uh, Days Gone, and I started mm-hmm. that prior to Dead Space coming out. And I told myself this will just be a filler game because I'm really excited for Dead Space. And then before Dead Space hit, I actually got past the point I was at pro- um, at my first playthrough of Days Gone. And I got really into the game. And you, you know when you kind of hit a point in a game where you just pass the threshold of like not sure if you're going to continue and just putting it down and you pass that threshold and you just say, I'm all in and I'm going to see this till the end. That's where I am. I basically hit that point where I'm in all new. I don't know what's going to happen next territory and each mission I'm like, holy shit, what's going to happen? Kind of. So now I'm just like, I want to see this through because I know that like dead space and Harry Potter are going to be here. And I just don't want to put dead or sorry, days gone down until I'm done because I don't want to do that again to the game. Right? I don't want to let Sam Witwer down. So, yeah, right. I essentially I'm doing it for him. So I I I I, I have to see it through for him. You gotta you gotta do it for him and his girl, man. True. Spoiler alert. So how how far how far along are you in the game? Um, I well I learned so. Th- Spoilers, if anyone hasn't played the game, this is your chance to stop and skip ahead. And if anyone that has played the game knows what I'm talking about. Um, so O'Brien, the uh the Nero guy told me that Sarah is dead and um Deacon finally had to go back to the church where they got married and he burnt the ch- he burnt the church down as a way of like letting go of the past. It was sad, I was upset. Because I'm like, maybe she's alive. Don't, you know, don't let go. But no, she's dead. So that was a sad moment. Um, Boozer got a dog, which was super cool, super cute. <laughs> he named it Jack. I was like, oh, my God. Um, we had to cut off his arm, which was insane. And he got depressed for a bit. And then he got drunk and wandered around. So I had to go save him. Here's my son. Um, <laughs> this happens all the time. Yeah, and, uh, it's, yeah, it's earlier than usual. It is. It's like it's really early, and yeah. now and now I am in the game. I'm trying to find dynamite. Um, det is it dynamite detonator? Like the rope or the string you put on dynamite to light it? Yeah, like I don't know, a, a trigger trigger wire fuse. Is it fuse? Yeah, 
Yeah, fuse. Yeah, dang, bro, he took down your whole bed. <laughs> yeah, he is. I don't know if it's like toddler strength, but he is resilient, and it's it's insane. Like like I made the bed, and now it's not made from him. It's no, it's insane. Um, yeah, sorry. Uh, the wick. Fuse Wick, that's what it's called. Oh, okay, got it. All right. Yeah, so yeah. I'm looking for the Wick. Um, Schizo is like, hey, you know, it's in Ripper territory. Go get it. And Deacon's like, yeah, but then I will get shot and die. And then he's like, don't worry, I'll come with you. And I'm just like, there's a whole lot of I don't trust this guy. But, you know, I'll let you guys know next week if I'm alive or not. So mm-hmm. other than that. That's it for me. All right. All right. Cool. Cool. Uh, Story, you're up. Uh, I've been playing and thoroughly enjoying Forsaken. Um, mm-hmm. It's just a, it's a really vast, crazy, big open world. Like there's just so much to explore. And granted, some of it may be, it's not like fetch quests because it's like, you know, you're not like gathering materials or anything. You're just like, you know, you're, you're, you're doing combat missions. You're doing, or combat quests. Um, you're doing, Kind of like time challenges and you're discovering new places so it's really cool like actually like to me you know when you played final fantasy 7 and you got out into the world what's i'm not which, which, like the original yeah, okay, final yeah. fantasy 7 yeah yeah because i just i had to think for a second we're not out in the world yet in, in remake <laughs> yeah yeah no no but like we're talking in the original final fantasy 7 where you got out of midgar and all of yeah. a sudden like the whole world is out there and it's like it's just like kind of like really shitty 3D graphics, but at the time they were really limited in their technology. This is what I imagine like Final Fantasy VII Remake should look like. Like this huge, vast open world, which they do a really good job of like streamlining. Like it just, you know, it seems to go on for miles and miles and miles. And like you look mm-hmm. at a mountain up top over there and it's like, shit, I could go to that mountaintop. Maybe, possibly. Um, yeah. It's, it's like what, you know, it's just... I think I said this before that God damn it. Like why can't Nintendo get their head out of their ass and make a powerful enough system? Oh like God story of my life. Can uh, yeah. I mean, I, I could just only imagine if breath of the wild looked like this. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. God. Yeah. Hey, so I, I have a, I have a question for you. Um, Oh, well I have two questions. What platform are you playing it on? PS five. Cause that's, um, I mean, I don't have a PC power full enough to run it or at least run it the way I want to. I think I think I think those stats that Square Enix put out are, are kind of bullshit. Which you know, whoever put those oh, together did, does not does not know enough about about gaming hardware on, on on the PC side. So they just they just they just threw the stuff out there that you know like makes it you know would like be like okay, well everybody should have this you know to make sure it plays and all that stuff. Uh, that's 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 my that's my take on it. They have uh, they have like four different uh, performance modes. Or yeah, like, you know, you know gameplay yeah. modes. Yeah, there's like, yeah. there's obviously high prioritized ray tracing. Then there's high performance mode where it just plays in 1080p and 60 frames a second, and uh, that looks good. Like it runs real smooth with that. But holy shit! Like, can you tell it runs 1080p? Woo, yeah, jagged edges yeah, my, and all um, this shit. I'm like, nah, I can't watch this. Yeah, my other question for you though is, um, uh, okay, so does the game look as bad as what I've seen on the videos? Because because I swear the game looks, the game looks un, un unpolished, you know. No, um, I don't. And and like the particle affecting in it is just really weird. Like, I, so are are people just capturing it like shitty, or 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 does the game look that way? 
I, re- I don't know. I, I don't really, me personally, I don't really give a shit what other people say about this game. I know a lot of people don't like it for whatever reason, and I really don't uh-huh. give a shit what they think. Like, for me, I enjoy it. Uh, for me, everything about it is great. Uh, uh-huh. Particle effects, I don't I don't see a problem with it. I think the particle effects look good. There's a lot. Like, obviously, you're a, you're a witch, you know, and you're conjuring up magic spells out of your hands, and you're doing yeah. a lot of different, like, particle effects and to me, it looks great, you know, mm. um, but uh, yeah, like honestly, the uh, the backdrop, the, you know, the uh, the mountain ranges, like everything looks good. I everything looks great to me. I don't know. OK, OK. All I mean, right. Call me call me blind, whatever you want. You know, I, I, I wear contacts, so, you know, but um, <laughs> I'm just going to. I'm just gonna say that um that I'm reserving it to play at a later date. I don't know, like like I don't. No, know you're not. You're not gonna, gonna play it. You're not gonna play it. Don't. I'm probably don't not because like I'm probably me. not because like I don't I, I don't get nerd boners for for RPGs and you know like and you know like Square well, Enix's Western RPGs have always left a bad taste in my mouth. And that and that's kind of part of the, you know, it's like this is made by the same team that did Final Fantasy 15, and yeah. um, you know, I see a lot of similarities with you know, mission structure and everything like that. Um, I, I know what jarred people a lot is Faye, um, the main character. Yeah. Uh, how she's kind of like, she doesn't fit in, you know, like Mm -hmm. she's, she's written in a way where she doesn't like, she sticks out like a sore thumb because like I said, last time she's a 21 year old girl from hell's kitchen in a kind of like ancient old English society. Like, of course she's going to stand out. You know, yeah. Are we still talking about forsaken? Forspoken. 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 Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um. Wow. When you yeah, say I'm... it like that, when you say it like that, is it's almost like you weren't paying attention. But the problem is, is that over on the audio, uh, over on the audio side, no one knows that you had to step away from. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. now you seem so, like an asshole. So, I'm so. so yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, so, so somebody out there in audio podcast. Land's gonna be like, man, like, what was he doing the this last five is, minutes? Yeah. This yeah. guy's a pos. Holy, <laughs> just decided not, not to even listen this whole time. It's no, a, right. it's okay. It's 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 us breaking the fourth wall. I had to step away for audience. Look, no, Jimmy, <laughs> I just stepped away for a second. All right, go on. <laughs> oh God, Jimmy, Jimmy, done pissed you off again, huh? Yeah. <laughs> you called right, you Jimmy uh, that time. <laughs> 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 no, I um, like I said, I. I I pretty I don't know if I'm in the tail I'm pretty sure I'm at the tail end of the game like it it hit a breaking point where like you know there was a major twist um there's a major revelation you know that happened huh. like it's starting to get really good and um you know there's so much more there, there's so many more stories that could be told in this world but I me personally I don't think we're going to see any of that just because mm-hmm. with the reception this game got, you know. So. Well, it is it is underperforming. If I'm not mistaken, it's got a really it's got a really spotty uh, um, uh, Metacritic score. Well, yeah, and that's the funny thing because there's some people that, like I said, from what I've heard, like there's some people that say it's really good and some people that say it's really bad. So, like, you know, I don't believe either of you people. Like for me, honestly, and I've talked with David Lasby about this because David Lasby on the website. And Stephanie even said this. Oh, you should write more video game reviews. And I'm like, honestly, I'm sick of video game reviews because no one's an expert on Mm -hmm. reviewing a video game. It's all your personal subjective opinions. 
Yeah. I don't give a shit about your personal subjective opinion unless it's you telling me, hey, I recommend you play this game. And then maybe because I think you would like it instead of here are the 20 reasons why I don't like this game or here are the 20 reasons why I like this game. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I just think reviews in general are just like. My, anybody can my pop on the Internet. That. Anybody can pop on the Internet and give their my review problem with reviews. My problem with reviews is I feel like I feel like m- most reviewers are not objective about the stuff they're reviewing. If a no, game it's is completely bad, subjective, that's the problem. Yeah, if a game, yeah, if a game is if a game is bad, yes, you you can you can say the game is bad, but you need but where a lot of reviewers fail to like to like grasp the whole concept. If if we're playing a game that's legitimately bad, like for example, like the three of us here, I think I can I think I can say with good faith, like if if we're playing a game and it's bad, we tell you the reasons why the game is bad, you know, mm-hmm. why the game is bad, but we also say that with a little bit of work this can be improved and stuff like that. I know that we've had over the course of 109 episodes, I know we've said this, you know, we, we've, we've said stuff exactly like that, but there's a lot of reviewers. There's a lot of reviewers out there because they have, you know, like a canvas on the internet or because they have a microphone. Yeah. Um, and they got a, they got a webcam that they're staring we just at. Dis- we just disconnected. I'm not getting any, I'm not getting any recording from you guys now. From everyone. For just from you two, like it's recording me. How's y'all's uh, waveforms? I mean, I'm, I'm still going, and so I'm, is Soy. On I'm still going. End. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I see the record uh, button on the top. I, I don't trust that. So let me just let me just mark time. Let me just mark a timestamp. Jesus Christ! I hope we don't lose the fucking. Let's say twenty-one minutes. Okay. All right. Um. Let me back up my words. Okay. All right. So over the course of 109 episodes, like I feel like, you know, like we've done a very good job of saying, hey, we played this game. This game was not good. It was not a good experience for us. And this is why it wasn't a good experience for us. And then we and then we usually are objective enough to say, like, uh, like, hopefully they patch this and fix these things and stuff like that. But, you know, there's other people out there, you know, and some of them are professionals. Some of them are on IGN and, you know, like some of the some of the top networks where gamers go to get their information and stuff like that. Whereas there's other people who are just YouTubers, you know, like, you, you know, they're trying they're they're they're, cre- they're starting their content creation like freaking you know, um, you know, adventure and stuff like that. And then just be like, Oh, the game, this game is bad. And this is why it's bad. And that's all they, that's all they say, you know, you know, yeah, or, they're, yeah, or, they're following or even tribe. worse or even worse or even worse. The game is bad. And they immediately, they immediately say it's because of bad writing. No, bad yeah. writing does not always make anything bad. <laughs> and just because, and just because like most people can't follow along with a story or, or, or not figure out what, what uh what the developers the creators are trying to do like that does not also mean it's a bad it's bad writing or a bad story like you know like sometimes like fiction is designed to make you use your imagination you know mm-hmm. stuff like that but you know i i you know that's that's all i'm gonna say about that uh currently like open that's critic all. you know yeah yeah Currently, Open Critic has Forspoken at a 68, and and it's about the same across Metacritic uh, as well on both the PC and the play and the PS5 side. Um, user scores are very dismal, of course. I'm not even going to say the numbers out there because you know we don't want to make them a spectacle. But um, but yeah, um, thanks for saying what you did say about the story because, like I said, it probably gives me more consideration to possibly pick it up later. You know, when it's when you know I hate to say it when it's bargain bin or something. You know, or when you know I have a lull and I just want a game to play. You know. You I play mean, anything else, dude? No. Oh, okay. Um, uh, what? Uh, I also oh, no, played, no, no, no. That's fine. Um, okay. I also played um, 
deliver us the moon and deliver us Mars. Mm-hmm. Um, I downloaded. Are they deliver us... Yes, they are. I okay, so I downloaded okay. Deliver Us Mars last week. Started playing it, and then I was like, "It seems like the." I mean, I heard of the game Deliver Us the Moon, but I thought maybe they were separate games, but they're not. They're interconnected. So I was like, "Well, shit, I should probably go back and play Deliver Us the Moon." Um, so I went back and played it, and like by all accounts, this is basically a walking simulator with a little bit of puzzle solving elements in it. Um, it's a sci-fi thriller. Oh yeah, honestly, like the sci-fi, the science fiction, and the you know astronomy and the tech is by far where this game shines. Like the the writers of this game really did their research and really did their they really focused a lot on like the technology and like how it's all possible. So it's like you know to paraphrase, like in twenty like around the twenty thirties or twenty forties. Like the earth goes through some big energy crisis where now it's like we're completely depleted of our natural resources. The earth is dying. We need a new energy source. So, you know, a bunch of people, a bunch of scientists say, let's go to the moon. Let's get some helium three, which is a resource that's bountiful up in the moon. Okay. And let's beam it down with some big ass like satellite antennas. Let's beam it all down to earth. Well, all of a sudden that that energy source just shuts down one day and Whoa. plunges the earth in just this massive crisis so they send an astronaut up there just one guy to like figure it out Hello. like hey what's what's Hello, going on just, up there just jim hey jim, yeah. hey, jim. <laughs> take that rocket out there yeah. and uh, okay. go to the moon like okay yeah I'll get on that <laughs> do i have anybody come with me nope just you just you you and this so, bag of mush you yeah eat. just grab a pen and paper you know <laughs> anyway uh no, literally, honestly, that's it. And it's really cool because, like, you know, the game starts with you going on the rocket and then, like, you going through all the pre-flight checks. Like, you know, you're staring at your cockpit screen, you're flicking buttons, you're pulling levers. You know, you feel like a real astronaut. That's pretty cool. Yeah. But, um, oh, you know, me. there's obviously the typical tropes and revelations and you're finding codex entries as you're exploring the space station and... You know, you're finding out what really happened. And, you know, there's obviously backstories with a lot of characters in it. And obviously there's a big mystery because basically everybody on this lunar base hopped it out and disappeared. And Uh-oh. no one knows where they went. So it's like where they go. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. But of course, if you know the sequels out there, you find out where they went. Oh, um, God. Okay. But yeah. So obviously they hopped it out to Mars and just left everybody left everybody there or le- left nobody there. Literally like the space station, the looter base, everything. It's all a derelict. So uh, you get, you know, obviously the game ends with you getting it all up and running and, you know, it sets up the tone for the second game, which has you going to Mars because you get a distress call from a bunch of people from Mars. And you're like, what the fuck? We didn't send anybody to Mars. <laughs> well, these are the people that left the moon base to go to Mars. So dun, dun, mm. duh. Uh, Deliver Us the Moon was basically a lot of like walking and a lot of like, you know, space hopping and stuff. Whereas Deliver Us Mars, obviously it has a little bit more gravity than the moon does. So you're doing a lot of climbing, actually. Uh, mm-hmm. Kind of like Tomb Raider where you got the little pickaxes. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you're doing a lot of that. But there's a lot of like, you know, uh, puzzle solving, you know, trying to flick buttons at a certain pattern and trying to divert power to different you know energy sources and just yeah 
Are you the same guy from the first game? In the second no. game? No. Should Does I spoil the first it? guy survive? No, no, no. Does I, no, I won't ask that because that's a spoiler. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's an interesting ending. It's an interesting ending because okay. Okay. it's just kind of, it's it, it's funny how it all kind of played out. But Interesting. Um, okay. I'm it was it was really out. good. <coughs> but so, yeah, the the second game pits you as one of the guys that basically built the lunar base and built this technology to get helium three to Earth had two daughters, Claire and um, Kate. Claire and, Redfield. Yeah, you wish. I, uh, <clears throat> I really do, too. <laughs> she, she needs her own game. Badly. God damn it. Ah, oh, did you guys hear? There's a new Resident Evil animated movie that just got announced today. Really? Yeah. I Death, know. Death I Island. I know. Death Who's Island. in it? Who's in it? Motherfucking Leon Kennedy's in let's it. Let's go. Motherfucking what Chris Redfield is in it. Oh, let's go. The duo. And guess what? And guess who also makes an appearance in it? Jill. Jill. Motherfucking Jill Valentine. Oh, yeah, oh my God. God. It's the yeah. tripod of Resident Evil characters. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. That's anyway. the big three of Resident Evil. Yeah, really. Honestly, those are the Honest, top three. What, honestly, God. when is this? When is this supposed to be coming out? It said it's summer. Oh. Summer? Oh wow, that's yeah, that's really summer. soon. Yeah, that's really soon. Let's it's go. It's like I mean, it's a uh, like I said, it's an animated movie, and it takes apparently it takes place in Alcatraz. So all the animated films just go what? like so good. They, yeah. they 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 go so hard. I love them. Oh my god. Oh yeah. Honestly, you watch this trailer, and you're thinking to yourself, like, man, this looks like. This looks real. Like they really dial up the the quality. I'll I'll have to check it out. I'll, I will have to check it out. I wonder if I, I wonder if our boy Nick Pasolini is uh, is um doing uh, the voicing for uh, Leon. I don't think it's the same. Oh no! no. Oh no! no. Um, Did you look it up? Uh, I have not looked it up. No. Oh, okay. Um, I don't even know the name of the Resident Evil. Like what what what's supposed to be the name of it? Death Island. Death Island. Death, yeah. Death Island. Yeah. Uh, Death Island cast. I'm looking at the trailer. Watch it give me. Watch it give me just all the Japanese. (laughs) Dev Island. Ah, yeah, summer 2023. Yo, they fight a zombie shark. What the fuck? Yeah, right. Yo, zombie sharks just like in Resident Evil One. Ah, the memories. Yeah, looks like. Yeah, looks like they don't. Looks like there's no information about who the um who the acting talent is yet. Oh well. I gotta oh, well. imagine it's the same suspects, you know, the same voice actor that played as Leon and the other ones. I mean, you know, Chris Redfield looks like Chris Redfield, and you know, Jill is wearing the iconic blue tank. With I assume, yep. yeah, okay, so no. it's like, all right, oh my god, <laughs> yeah. all right, all right, cool. Uh, is that is that everything for you, Story? Yeah, that's it. Um, Deliver us the moon's a really good walking simulator. Deliver mm-hmm. us Mars, like the developers really kind of knocked it out of the park with the writing and the the tech. Like they really went hard. Like, and I, I respect them for that. Like, you know, I, I hate to see like maybe some people just forget it to be like, oh, it's all like gibberish mumbo jumbo. But I really think these guys like did their research and like talked to people and say, like, if there was a way we could do this. Cause I, you know, I, I geek out on this some of the sci-fi shit. You know, that's why I really like the attention to detail that they paid Mass Effect. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, the level of detail with these guys and what they did with 
you know, the story and like just the just the lore. It's nothing short of amazing. It's definitely a, you know, people should appreciate it. Yeah. That's it. All right. Um, okay, so just just so you guys know, hold on, I'm timestamping this at 3144. Just so you guys know, like I uh ever since I noticed that I'm not getting waveform for you guys, like I've noticed your your local and your cloud backup numbers have not moved. So what does that mean? That usually means nothing's being nothing's being captured for you guys. Um so, so it's reading you want it, us to it's reading download it's, it after? It's reading 15.24 megabytes uh, on my end. What's it say for you guys? Where do we even find that? Nothing. Okay, so you know where. Okay, There's so no all the way, way to the read that. all the way to the all the way to the right, all the way to the right where your waveform is at. Like you see the check marks or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, click that. Ch- uh, oh, you can't see it. Oh, I can see. Oh, it. I can see it. Yeah. yeah. What is your? Is 31.1 megabytes in clouds. Okay, 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 okay. That that sounds like it's tracking then. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. So we're gonna keep going. Thank God we're doing recordings now because like I'll I just edit this shit all out in post. Yeah. Uh, all right. So uh, all right. So we're back. We're back. To the, we're back to the show now. 3849. 3849. All right. All right. So for Why me, you uh, back up in the background. What now? What? That's why you got to record what? in the background. Yeah, he, yeah. He's saying your backup always needs a backup. Yeah, yeah. I have a. I I actually at twenty minutes when you said you had problems with the recording, I started my uh audio program. I started uh-huh. recording just in case. Okay. Okay. All right. This blanket's too fucking hot. God damn it. Hey, you show that blanket. Hell yeah, that blanket's older than I am. Jesus. All right. Lord. So for uh, oh, all right, grandma so, gave well, it to me. It's important. <laughs> all right. We ready now? Yes. All right. Cool. All right. So uh, so you you guys already know what I've been playing. Like it's a, it's the game I've been raving about since since it was coming out and stuff like that. Um. So I'm knee deep in a Dead Space remake. I am currently sitting in chapter eight because um I'm just I'm just taking my time with it and stuff like that. Uh. Uh. But yeah, like uh. I don't know. I told you guys in the chat that like the score for me right now is a nine point five out of ten, and I really and I'm really solid on that. Like it's so it's got to do some work for for uh, for me to give it the absolute ten, but it's a wonderful game, guys. Like I love what they've done. I love what they've done to the game. Like you know, um, uh, the game it doesn't just look like a reskin dead dead space. It it looks it looks legit. Like they actually put some work in and actually like redid all the assets and stuff like that. I learned some cool stuff about the game, by the way, apparently, apparently in the original game, like the map didn't make sense because like, you know, like basically, basically it was like you were, you were doing like, like scaling a tower. So, you know, one floor to the next floor and all that stuff like that. They actually took all the renderings of the game of the, of the, of the Eastern River from the original game. And they made them. They made it to where like the map of the ship interconnects with each other. So, and that's the reason why. Like, uh, I, I, I know the story. You said you're barely playing it, Andre. You haven't started playing it yet. But if you guys remember the first Dead Space game, usually, usually you end the chapter by getting on the tram and getting to and getting to the next area you're supposed to be at and stuff like that. There are some times where like you don't even take the tram to get to the next area. Like, like you wind up in a spot and there's a door right there and you walk through it, so it's connected to like a, a previous section of the map. You know, as opposed yeah. to like taking well, a tram cool. and getting to a, a complete. I, I, I noticed that because I was like, you know, I I knew where to go in certain instances. Yeah. 
I was like, I know where to go from here. And I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. Why is it not taking me here? Why do I have to go this way? It's just like it. It threw me for a loop a couple of times. Right. In chapter one, I accidentally went to the wrong. I accidentally went to the wrong place twice. Like, uh, like, um, like when you um in the first in the first game, you know, like when you get your when you get your kinesis module. Yeah, the kine- not stasis module for the first time, right? Yep. I actually went. I actually went a completely different path, and so I wound up going. I wound up going all the way to the to the where you repair the tram, the 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 tram, and I yeah. was like, wait. I don't have the, like my kinesis module. What the hell am I doing? <laughs> and then I did it again in the same chapter. I wound up walking through, um, you know, like when um that 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 dead engineering section where like that thing's hanging and is banging against the wall and making all that noise and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I accidentally walked in there when I wasn't supposed to, and I was like, wait, I know I'm not supposed to be in here, so I had to turn around. <laughs> so yeah, the map is a lot more. It's a lot more. It's almost like it's open world, you know, like because you can accidentally go someplace you're not supposed to go. And the crazy part about it is like sometimes uh, and like so the trigger events will still happen. You know mm-hmm. whether you whether you're supposed to be there or not. You know, so I think that's really cool. Um, I do like how they've in- they've included so much of the lore, the overall lore from Dead Space. Because remember, like back when Dead Space came out in two thousand eight, um, you know, like they they had they had that animated movie. They also had like they also had like a like a like a digital game, like a visual like a visual novel. I mean. Um, that talked about the the stuff that was happening down on the planet before they did the planet crack. You talking um, Dead Space Extraction? No, no, no. Dead Space Extraction was the side game that was on the Nintendo Wii first before they brought it over to uh, to PS two uh, PS three. Yeah, um, okay. No, no, no. There was um when Dead when Dead Space was 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 rele- was was coming out. There was a visual novel that they um, I want to say they they did in four chapters. Um, I had you just go on the PlayStation Store and I think it came out week after week. Um, you go oh, to the PlayStation that was Store. For two. No, that was for was one because two sure. was a game. Two was an actual interactive game, like a vi- like a game where this was a visual novel. Um, okay. I guarantee you, if you if you if you YouTube it, you'll find it. Like the uh, the Dead Space. I, I don't know the name of it, but just look. Uh, just uh, shoot. I'll I'll tell you. I'll tell you a little bit later. Um, but yeah. So like they and like there was some there and like of course like the two novels that you know were were released and stuff like that. They, uh, the, the team at Motive, like they, they put all this lore into the game, you know, and it's and it's lore that was not in the initial game. So you know, they actually paid attention to detail for people who are brand new to Dead Space, never played the original game and stuff like that. And I think it's genius, you know, um, <clears throat> that that it's like that, you know, because they could have just they could have literally just copy pasted the original game you know, reskinned everything and then since you're on your way and stuff like that. But the fact that they're paying attention to detail, they're also fleshing out <clears throat> they're also fleshing out more of like Isaac's story because of course now he's a vocal protagonist now in the game. Like he speaks and stuff like that. They're fleshing out more of a story and stuff. So now you get to understand like some of the deep cuts about why he hates unitology. Uh, yeah. uh, uh like what's going on downfall. Downfall. There you go. Yeah. yeah that's based downfall. You're right. That's it. Yeah. Uh <clears throat> yeah, but you but they've also Without giving any spoilers away, they've they've made the situation with Nicole and Ishimura much more tragic <laughs> than it's supposed to be already. Yeah, so I thought it was kind of interesting that they actually tied in Isaac's parents to Unitology. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, no, no. It was it was established that um it was established like in after Dead Space Two um in one of like the extend the extended canon that uh, his mom was a Unitologist and she and she kind of shit away his like college fund and stuff like yeah. that for, uni- well, for they, Unitology. We, we, we didn't know that in the first game. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, we didn't. Like, we didn't. Yeah, we didn't know that in the first game. Yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. But yeah, like said, there's 
F your college fun. I need this for you know. No, literally, literally, yeah, yeah literally, literally. No. Basically, <laughs> basically, he has college fund pumped, but so they but can just, uh, donate to Unitology. But I just keep playing, just just keep playing the game because it's a little more sinister. What happens to his mom and his dad? You know, behind Unitology. So just 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 watch this. Just watch that space when you guys start playing. Because in uh, your opinion, what's worse? What happens to Nicole or the parents? Honestly, what happens to Isaac's dad is worse than what happens to Nicole. In my in my in my Damn. opinion, yeah, because like I don't. Okay, you know what? Here's a spoiler. Here's a spoiler warning. If you have not played Dead Space, just go ahead and skip five minutes past this this section that you're that you're listening or you're viewing this on right now. Because I'm about to say it. Uh, Isaac's mom. Isaac's mom's fa- fanaticism got so bad that not only did she shit away like Isaac's college fund. She also killed Isaac's father in like the in like what they would what in what's supposed to be called the convergence event. You know, we're supposed to like get a bunch of dead bodies together and get them to the marker and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, Isaac was, Isaac's dad was her first victim. <laughs> That's fucked. Yeah, yeah. I didn't, cons- I, I, I didn't consent to this spoiler. <laughs> My bad. My bad. That's okay. My bad. <laughs> I don't. I don't think this revelation is going to rock you as much as like the other revelations that I've already discovered so far. I'm in chapter eight right now. Like I just, I just started chapter eight of the game, and trust me, like the creeps and the crawls of this game are just as are just as as, as crazy as they were my first time playing it. And I've I've admitted on quite a few episodes of, of Crossroads in the past that I love all the Dead Space games, but Dead Space one gave me so much trauma and emotional damage that you know, it's hard for me to play the game sometimes. Like, I would rather just jump straight to Dead Space 2 and just keep running from there. <laughs> emotional damage. I think it's because in Dead Space 2, and I think I can speak for all three of us, we felt like we had the power. We felt like like we we had all the, the cool guns, and we knew, <gasps> oh, and we knew about things. Speaking of guns. And then speaking Dead- of and then in Dead Space 1, it kind of throws us back to the bottom of the barrel, and we're not used to that, and we are, mm-hmm. like, afraid again. I think I think that's what Dead Space 1, the remake, is doing to everyone. Yeah. Speaking of guns, like, the guns are... The, the weapons are so nice in this game. Like, I thought I was going to just do the one-gun run for my first play and just use nothing but the plasma cutter, but every time I'd get a new weapon... I would just, you know how you just like, like, like shoot a blank just to see what it's like and stuff. And I'm like, oh my God, this is kind of cool. I've used every weapon that I've gotten so far. <laughs> Actually, I have all the weapons now in Dead Space. So I've used every weapon and my favorite weapon in the entire, in the entire series for Dead Space 1 and 2 has always been the contact beam. And yo, like they, the, the contact beam now has a new, a new primary fire mode and a secondary fire is what the primary fire used to be in the old games. I'm like, Oh my God. Like it's like, I'm just ripping shit in half. I was like, fuck that. Wow. Fuck that one gun trophy. I would do that. I would do that in our new game. Plus you're like, <laughs> I'll be back. I want to go. Play yeah. 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 I've used every weapon. Every weapon is nice. I still don't understand how the ripper works. I'll be honest with you, but whatever. It's like, it's like, it's like you just shoot a buzzsaw blade. Then you use the force to start killing everybody. I, I, I don't understand. <laughs> Don't you just fire saw blades? Yeah, but then you manipulate them with like gravity fields or whatnot. Come on, guys. Come on. I don't know. I'm still I'm still playing the game with just the plasma cutter. I'm I'm going for that trophy right away. 
I hear you. I hear you. I'm going to do it for my one gun run because, like, as soon as I get new game plus, I'm going straight to impossible mode. <laughs> Jesus, because I'm because I'm I'm playing I'm playing on a medium difficulty right now. As soon as I as soon as I beat new game as soon as I get the new game plus, I'm just putting it putting straight to impossible mode because like I don't want to I don't want to spend a lot of time playing this play, playing it because like you know like it's it's really cutting into my monster hunter time because title update four just came out and stuff like that FOMO. and I still haven't really chipped away at title update three. So you know there's that you know FOMO. Yeah, for real. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's everything I've been playing. Um, and uh, and thank you guys for sharing some more some more of your your gaming adventures with us. Uh, uh, if you guys out there would like, uh, please send us some suggestions. Like, let's know what you guys have been, have been playing out there that you listeners or you viewers out there, and probably give us some ideas to add to our backlog for games that we should be playing next. Uh, it's going to be a stacked year, but yeah. And speaking of. Speaking of stacked years, I guess we can go ahead and talk about the new and noble games that are, that are, that are out for this week. Uh, you guys ready? Week, that's for sure. Uh, it's not a stack. It's, it's definitely not a stack week. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, the release schedule is somewhat light oh. this week. But the good news is we have our first major release of February hitting us now for next gen. Uh, it all depends because uh, some of you are already doing it in early access. You know, um, some of you are, but but we, we shall see. Uh, you know what? Um, Andre, do you want to start or do you want me to start and then you finish? I can start. Okay, cool. All right. Yeah, you, I you, you, oh, here's a rundown. The new and noble games coming out this week, the week of uh, February the 6th to February the 12th. So oh. there you go. Um, I won't read all this because I'm sure everyone knows what this game is. Hogwarts Legacy. I'm sure you know what we what this is. It's you are basically Harry Potter. Uh, takes place in the 1800s. You attend. You are not Harry Potter. I mean, okay, Harry Potter. You're not. Taking, you're not, you're not Harry Potter. Century. You're not Harry <laughs> Potter. But you know that line in the first Harry Potter movie where Hagrid's telling Harry about this one student long ago. Yeah, you could basically be that student if you wanted to. Basically, you are a student at Hogwarts, and you are attending it, and you are in the world of Harry Potter, essentially. It takes place in the 1800s. You can do things from spells. You can ride broomsticks. You can ride hippogriffs. You can, you can, you can find magical creatures. You can attend class. You can do everything you've always wanted to when you've been watching the films and going, wow, that looks like a lot of fun. You can even use Avada Kedabra and kill people. I'm telling you, you can do everything in this game. So this game, like Laurent j just said, pre-order starts... Oh, sorry, early access started today, comes out on Friday. It uh, comes off PS5, Xbox Series X, and PC. So again, if you don't know what it is, Hogwarts Legacy... Um, go check it out. It's a lot of fun. I, unfortunately, am not playing it at the moment. I don't know if you guys are. I'm not. No, it's no. it's not. It's 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 not on my it's not on my my to playlist right no. now. Okay, okay. Like, it's, I just, it's, on my, it's, it's on my list, but it's not on my to playlist right now. Okay, I'm picking it up on Friday, but I didn't uh, pre-order the right. collectors or extreme edition, whatever the hell. It's so, okay, cool. Okay, yeah. So, um, I will actually be curious as to hear what your thoughts are next week's story. So, I'll be looking. Excuse me. Forward to that. I am the last person to really get an expert opinion on because I don't mm -hmm. know shit about the mythos and the lore of Hogwarts and all that stuff. Like, I I mean, so 
you're gonna get a, you're gonna get the perspective from a guy that just doesn't know anything about the lore. That well, I, that's I like, think that's good. Yeah, I actually I welcome. That's I actually what I. Welcome. That's what yeah. I want more because I don't want to ask someone who's like a major fan and they're like, "Well, um, actually, in uh, in 1805, I'm like, I don't fucking yeah. care. I want to know what you truly think. And the fact that you are someone that's like, hey, I don't know a lot. The game looks cool, so I'm in. Is actually refreshing. Yeah, because yeah. I, honestly. You know, you should be able to pick up this game and play it no matter if you appreciate the lore or not, or of you course. appreciate yeah, the yeah. backstory. Like you should be able to just jump in, know what's going on, know what's yeah. happening with everybody. That's you know, obviously good storytelling and good lore telling, you know. Yeah, no, for yeah. sure, for sure. Um, other than that, we got Overwatch two season three. New map is expected to feature in season three, all published platforms for that one. Uh, Laron's baby, Monster Hunter Rise, Sunbreak, title update four, Elder Dragon, Valkana. I really hope I said that right. From you Monster did Hunter. actually. Wow, wow, I've, I've been hanging out with you too much. Um, <laughs> yeah, from Monster Hunter World, Iceborne Returns, Risen Crimson Glow, Volstrax is introduced. Damn, along, he's on it. He's on it today. Along with a host that, that of ghost NBA energy. <laughs> <laughs> and more arrive in free title update four for the PC. Uh, or the or this or the switch. Uh, I'll be nice this time. I'll be okay, nice. Or the switch. And then Stoy's favorite pastime, Prison Tycoon under new management, the simulation game for PlayStation and Xbox also Yay. comes out. And these are all uh pardon me, these are all Tuesday, February 7th. So, um, other than that, we got nothing for Wednesday. Nope, not at all. Okay. Uh, Thursday, February 9th, we have Arcadia Fallen, which is a visual novel for the PlayStation. And then Hyper Shapes, which is an action game for the Xbox. Uh, Friday, February 10th is the official Hogwarts launch. Again, uh, the 7th is the uh, early access if you pre-order it. Friday is the official launch. Um, also on Friday, February 10th, Repent. Experienced criminal Oliver begins to suffer from strong remorse after the terrible deeds which his family has suffered. Unsuccessful attempts to restore relationships with his ex-wife further worsen his condition and alcohol dependence. One day in a small shop, he becomes witness to a robbery committed by a young girl. At this moment, he gets the opportunity to atone for his sins by helping another person. But who really needs help and who is the victim? It remains to be seen. This is on the Xbox. Uh, number three, the experiment escape room for, uh, sorry, Indie for the Xbox. And number four, on February 10th, we have Touchdown Pinball Arcade. Get ready for Touchdown uh, touch Pinball. Jesus Christ, that's hard. A pinball machine where you'll play an exciting match score field goals and touchdowns and show who is the greatest football player on this table discover all the missions to be missions and secrets including a secret arena where your abilities will be tested complete all the missions and become number one in the world or the best among your friends posting a high score on the online leaderboard so you can teabag on everyone on that leaderboard this is for the xbox Including what was mentioned by us in this segment this week, this week featured over 18 games released across all platforms. I'm out. Thank you. I'm here to find right, you. As always, See you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good time.
As always, uh, a reminder to you uh, to you out there, all release dates are subject to change, so the Crossroads crew is not responsible for any games that may get delayed or canceled. So I don't want to hear it! If you're like, oh my god, Hogwarts is on the 12th, suck it up! Don't come to us and be like, hey, you said it was on the 10th, because I'll punch you in the kisser. Yeah, um, like I said... Go into Andre's DMs. Do it. <laughs> yes, yes. If you find a discrepancy in our list. Kiss you on the forehead. <laughs> <laughs> all right guys well i guess we can go ahead and start rolling into this week's news and topics huh huh i think i think we can do that now right yes, all right so you know i almost i, I almost want the title this section again this week in phil spencer news but i don't want this to become a thing you know like a, like a trope here for the show so i'm not gonna do that <laughs> it would be nice though but i'm not gonna do that uh but but this is phil spencer related though so like you're doing so, it well, this week in Phil Spencer news, brought to you by the Crossroads Podcast Show. Don't put me <laughs> this in week- this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the story just Ricky Bobby me. He, he just don't put that on me. Did he just do this that? week? Put, put this, on Phil, me, no. this week in Phil Spencer news, disregarding story. Yeah, with the exception of me. <laughs> yeah, with the exception of story. All right, all right. So Phil Spencer, uh, Phil Spencer's claim that three four three industry remains critically important to Halo, despite the wave of cuts that happened recently through uh, from Microsoft and through and to the Xbox team. He's like, all right. hey, you're all cut from work. Get out of here. But we still value you, so keep that in mind. But still, Isn't that how all layoffs go. Yeah, basically. Uh, yeah, 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 basically. <clears throat> yeah. So speaking in an interview with uh, IGN, uh, X- Xbox boss Phil Spencer reflected on the turbulent few weeks uh, for for the Halo developing team, uh, which resulted in the studio having to tweet reassurances that it will continue to work on the franchise. Microsoft's head of gaming claimed that 343 is critically important to the success of Halo, despite a recent wave of job cuts. Uh, Spencer wouldn't be drawn specifically. <clears throat> I'm sorry, Spencer wouldn't be drawn specifically on the future of the franchise, and he stopped short of discussing what's next for Halo Infinite. However, despite concerns that Microsoft could leverage Activision's huge successful call of, I'm sorry, hugely successful Call of Duty franchise and remove it from rival platforms. The company has publicly pledged to keep the series on rival platforms. All that aside, though, Spencer did have, uh, Phil Spencer did have this to say uh, in a quote. I believe in the team that's there, Pierre and the leadership team and the plan that they have. Obviously, uh, three four studio is headed by Pierre Hintz at this point now because uh, I think the I can't remember the last studio head, but the last studio head like actually left three four three and folded back into Xbox Xbox uh, Studios. Um, uh, uh, Pierre uh, studio head now has been on, on Halo for a long time, and he's worked on the Master Chief Collection, and he's done some great work there. Uh, the team has a very good plan. Those are Phil Spencer's own words right there. So there you have it. Um, so guys, how I have- heard it is he's like, hey, uh, we don't need you, but I still love you. But hey, you still got to go home. That's how I heard it. <laughs> yeah uh, uh any any major takeaways from this i mean you know it it feels it feels kind of like it feels kind of like yeah we're kicking a dead horse here on this one but i mean it but when phil spencer did that ig interview like it basically made all the rounds on all the major gaming outlets and stuff like that so i figured you know if they're talking about it we should talk about it <laughs> i hate that this is news this is so stupid i know i know, I know. you know this is my pessimistic side of it but really honestly after a video game gets released and developed, you know, um, there's a lot of jobs that become redundant. And, you know, the year leading up to making this game, they probably hired a lot of people. 
to get it done. So they had to lay off a lot of those people because now I would assume they're working on the next title or the next wave of content because from what I understand, this is supposed to be a 10 year game. So they're running probably on a skeleton crew right now. They have all the assets. They're just working on extra content. So they don't, they probably don't need a lot of people now. So let me ask, let me uh, go ahead and finish your statement. I know I, you already cut me off. Go ahead. I'm I'm sorry. I thought you were done. I, I I literally thought you were done. I did not know like you had more words coming. I I thought I I thought I heard the pause. Go I'm ahead. Sorry. <laughs> let me ask you. Let me ask you a question, Story, because like you you kind of have a you kind of have a more enlightened approach to like the layoffs and the things that happen, you know, in the industry and stuff like that. Let me so let me ask you this question: Would it be a lot easier for if if all developing studios were just like 1099 employees and not you know like grabbing you know like getting a, a regular W two? You know what I mean? Basically, all developers are contractors. That way, you know, like the layoffs don't sting as badly because they know their time is going to be up at a certain point anyway. That the the problem with that is workers' rights and uh, insurance. And, you know, just basic, you know, human resources and, you know, management issues. So, you know, how am I supposed to feed my family if you're not going to be taxing my paycheck? How am I supposed to feed my family if I really don't know? Am I going to have a job next week? Am I going to be made redundant? And now I have to go, you know, work with a headhunter, you know, and search for a job for three weeks. I have to actually pay that headhunter as well. Mm-hmm. You know, so, um, you know, as a development team, if I if I had a development team, I don't want 1099 contract employees. I want full time people that are invested in the product yeah. of the game that we're making. So, yeah, um, makes sense. You know, and, and the problem was, I know we talked about this before with all the tech layoffs, is that there was such a huge hiring push for during COVID because you know the digital frameworks of like all these tech companies needed to increase. So they started hiring a lot of people to meet these demands and meet these needs, and now all of a sudden. You know, the world's getting back to normal and, you know, there's not as much of a reliance on this tech anymore. Now, all these people's jobs are being made redundant. So, mm-hmm. but. Audrey, yeah. Uh, oh, good. Uh, yeah, I think, like, you, know, you know, the only thing was, is that the only thing I, you know, to put a pin in this is just like, you know, it, it still boggles me that it's like this is major news because it's like this happens all the time with every game developer and every game studio. Like, you know, after a game is released, they lay off a few people. You know, it's, you know, it happens. I, I feel like maybe from now on, like when whenever we have news like this, it comes up that is like, duh, like what? You know, like this is not news. Wait, yeah. We should just go ahead and start throwing disclaimer out there. It's a slow news week. So this is what we're going to talk about. Yeah. yeah. And it's I like. You know, they, you know, yeah, yeah, it deals with people's livelihoods, but like, you know, the video game industry is so huge to the point where it's like, you know, I'm pretty sure these people are going to have jobs coming out of it. I mean, you go on any video game developer website and there's tons of jobs available. You go, you go work for a studio and say, yeah, I worked on Halo Infinite. Yeah, you'll have a job. Yeah. (coughs) Andre, you have any, um, you have any, you have any thoughts and opinions on this? Uh, story just said it where it's like the fact that like, um, it's like, yeah, they got laid off, and yeah, he's saying they're, you know, they're still important to us. It's like, yeah, we get that, but you know, they still have to go home. They still have to feed themselves, their families, etc., etc. And like Stoy just said, it's like you, you, you Google, you know, game developer hiring, and you say, yeah, I worked on Halo. They're like, when can you start? Right? Yeah. I mean, like it's it's. This shit happens, but for them, it, and I could, I could be ignorant in saying this. 
it could probably be easier for them to find a job like that day if they get laid off from said job, go on the internet and be like, hey, I worked on XYZ, and it's like, okay, you start fucking in like half an hour, right? <laughs> Basically, that's my that's my whole take. Is like it's like it's bad that it happens, but it's not the end of the world type thing. Yeah, and, I, and the fact that's that feels like, hey, we, you know, we still, hey, 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 I got you. It's like, okay, dude, just like, stop, stop, <laughs> stop. I, I think the reason why he and a few other, like, you know, like CEOs say this stuff is because, you know, they want to, they want to, they want to make it seem like, you know, like they're, they're, they're the good guys in the, in like a bad situation and stuff like that. That's exactly and not, how I think, and, yeah. And I'm not, yeah. and I'm not saying like Phil Spencer's Darth Vader or Palpatine or whatnot, you know, I'm not saying that because yeah, you know, you know, from, from a side of business, like, you know, like these decisions have to be made, you know, like it sucks because like in a perfect world, everybody should be able to keep their job until they want to leave their job and stuff like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, like, I don't know, like the economy is, a, the, the economy is a fickle thing, you know, sometimes. And it's like, wow, like, like you guys pick this moment to do this, man, you know? Yeah. That's a, uh, yeah, that's, so that's kind of where, that's kind of where, that's kind of where I, I, I feel like, I'm at with that, you know, um, and we're going to go ahead and just go ahead and move right on to our next, our next topic. Yet another because... reminder, yet another reminder, video games are a business. Always, yeah, always. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't think people, I don't think people, people don't, people don't realize that sometimes, you know, they think just because they think just because like, like these video games wh- just don't fall out of the sky. They require millions and millions of dollars. Wait, they're made? What? Yes. No. Oh, what? Can you believe they're made on computers? Wait, so a game isn't brought to me by a stork? No. Wait, what? No. No way. No. Haven't you ever sat through the credits of a video game? You know how these credits are getting ridiculous. Like 20 minutes long. Yeah. It's, oh, coming, to the point, it's coming to the point where some video games give you an achievement for, for watching, watching the credits. For watching yeah. the credits, yeah. 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 Do yeah. Dude. Because sometimes I want that achievement. <laughs> Dude, I think you're hoping there's like an end scene, and after it, just like half an hour of your life, you're like, damn it! What no I achievement, no trophy. Fuck off! Yeah, damn it! Yeah, when I beat Kalisto Protocol, like I like I did the thing where I like you, you you press a random button on the controller to see if you can skip the credits because I was hoping there was like end credit scene, but you couldn't skip the credits, and I was like, you know what? With all the with all the turmoil I've been through of Kalisto Protocol, like I guess I should just let the credits roll. <laughs> Thirteen minutes later, you know, like. The credits end and it just goes right back to the to the title screen. I'm like, what? <laughs> Goddamn, too long. It was long. It was it was long. I was like, man, I probably could have took a shower and like gotten dressed for the day, you know. <laughs> oh, went, and got, went and got food, shower, had a Zoom call, and it's still going. Yeah. All right. So we're gonna go ahead and move on to our next topic, and this and it's it's that time of the month. So we're talking about the the, the February PlayStation Plus games, which are now available for you to claim. You gamer, go get them right now. Turn on your Playstations and do it. Well, actually, don't turn your Playstations right now. Like, hang out with us first because we're gonna tell you <laughs> about the games. <laughs> All right. So. So confirmed in an earlier leak, the titles are now available for subscribers to claim until March the 6th. Uh, uh, Sony Interactive Entertainment has rolled out the first batch of February 2023's PlayStation Plus games. Remember, it comes in two waves. You've got your essential games that come out first, and then you've got your your extra and, del- and premium games that come out. I almost said deluxe, but deluxe is only in certain territories. Oh. All, right. All right. So 
we have four titles up for grab, even though technically one of them is just an expansion. And those four titles for you are Ali Ali World for PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5, Mafia, the definitive uh, edition for PS4, uh, Evil Dead, the game for PS4 and PS5, and for you Destiny heads out there, Destiny 2 Beyond Light is yours to grab right now on PS4 and PS5. I suggest you get on it because uh, Lightfall's coming. <laughs> oh, it is. All right, so that fantastic indie skate 'em up, Ali Ali World is the highest rated edition, or at least at least on a critical style, uh, on a critical sense for this month. Uh, but you know, it's hard to fault the Mafia remake, especially if you're a gamer that's up for a well crafted crime spree. So there's that. Uh, the Evil Dead adaptation has been a little more divisive amongst amongst the fan base and stuff like that, but it should still be good fun for you to play with friends. Um, and also, like I said, Destiny's Destiny's Who's Beyond Light DLC opens up Bungie's otherwise free to play shooter in some interesting ways. It may be worth jumping in and seeing whether Destiny 2 is your sort of thing here in 2023 like like i said earlier like i have destiny 2 i bought all i bought everything i could buy for you know and i still haven't started it yet so i don't know i don't know i'm i'm a sucky gamer <laughs> uh all that all that aside though crossroads here we have we all have our opinions about this month's ps plus essential rollout but we're not really here to tell you whether this is a good lineup or not or or are we about to tell you Hmm. There's Guys. games coming out. Go play them. If you hate them, you hate them. If you do, it, then don't come and bug us. It's that. I don't case. care. I don't care what you do. Guys, are you happy with your PS Plus Essential games for February 2023? I mean. <laughs> You guys are acting like I just put you on the hostage situation. <laughs> well, I don't have a PlayStation, so I, I can't say anything. And I, I don't really care. Wait, you, I played, you, I played you Mafia you, 2 before. Ali Ali World is a cool game, but it's just a little bit. I don't care about it. I just don't care. <laughs> so I guess I guess I shouldn't even ask which of, the, of these games are you most looking forward to. Okay. All right. We'll I mean, on. for me, Destiny 2, because now people can experience it. <laughs> Okay, okay. All right. So, but speaking of PlayStation Plus, uh, the the uh, PlayStation 5 PS Plus collection is going bye-bye. Like it's this, it's happening. I saw this and I was like, "Wow." Well, I mean, I mean, I can be a little pragmatic about it, but let me go ahead and let me go ahead and read the news out first. All right. So, uh, Sony Entertainment has announced that the PlayStation Plus collection will be ceasing operations in May. Uh, I, uh, actually, it's May 9th. Uh, so there you go. Uh, they'll be pulled off. They'll be pulled off the PlayStation Store for that, which was basically something that launched in 2020. Uh, it was a uh, the PlayStation Plus collection is a library of games uh, for uh, PS4 games that were given exclusively to PS5 owners who are also members of the PlayStation Plus program at no extra charge. That was the, that was a really cool thing about it, and it was one of the great things about being an early adopter to PS5. Like day one, you had you had 20 games that you could just jump right into. Uh, uh, ten of them being first party Sony titles, and ten of them being third party titles. Uh, there were 20 games, but but Persona 5 wound up being removed from the uh, collection back in May of 2022. But then they 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 lobbed us Persona 5 Royal, if I'm not mistaken. Great game. Um, yeah. Currently, as it stands, the collection includes God of War, uh, 2018 God of War, Fallout 4, Mortal Kombat. Um, was that Mortal Kombat 10 or 11? 
Probably eleven. Eleven. I think yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uncharted, Uncharted Four, Ratchet and Clank, uh, Days Gone, Until Dawn, Detroit Become Human, uh, Battlefield One, Infamous Second Son, Batman Arkham Knight, The Last Guardian, The Last of Us Remastered, Resident Evil Seven, Bloodborne, and Monster Hunter World. Um, this is where I sorry I didn't mean to cut you off. This is where no, no. I first started playing Days Gone. Is through here. Okay, back when you had a PS5. Yeah, this is where I started it, and then I stopped, and now this, and now I'm playing it again because I started it on the PlayStation. Just a, a fun fact. So, mm. All right. Um, I'll just go ahead and say it's important to point out that if you've added any of the games from PS Plus Collection to your library, you'll still be able to download and play them even after the collection goes away of, of following May the 9th. Um, as long as you are still subscribed, that's the caveat right there. You have to, can, you have to keep your PlayStation plus membership going. The good news is like you can let it lapse and then get, and then come back to it and the games will still be in your library. You just, uh, so there you go. Uh, so if you are a PlayStation plus from uh, member, you should claim them now, you should claim them before May the 9th. That's all we're going to say to you on that one. So um, pretty much mm-hmm. if you have a game and it goes away, as long as you're still subbed, you keep said game. Yes. But the minute you yeah. unsub, the minute you unsub, the game's gone. You lose you lose your PlayStation Plus library, if that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah. And and the moment you turn it back on, whether it's for that what that one month membership, that one month subscription, the three month subscription, or or the or the or the twelve month subscription, like yeah. they, they show up right back in your library. <laughs> oh, I guess. Yes. Okay, cool. Okay. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's not like you have to go. It's not like you have to jump through the hoops and get them all over again, you know, or, or wait for them to become available. Because you remember, like every time the game, the essential games, when they come out, when they come out in a, in a month's time, when they go away, like mm-hmm. they don't, they're not, they're not there later to retroactively download. You know, if you did not download them in the beginning, uh, you have to wait oh. for you have to wait for Sony to put them back on the service for the free for the free uh, download. And if I'm not mistaken, not many games show back up. PlayStation Plus when they go away. <laughs> so there's that. I thought like you have to just download all these games because if you don't, then they're all just going to be gone forever. That's what I thought. No, no. Oh, and, and you know, and all you have to do is just add them to your library. You don't even have to download them because like not everybody has that type of hard drive space. Okay. See, I was a little ignorant in that matter. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just, just add them, to, just add them to your library. Yeah. Yeah. No problem. Uh, one more, uh, one more thing to mention. Um, even though many, uh, a lot of these games, uh, those twenty game, well, those nineteen games I mentioned earlier, uh, they are they are currently available on PlayStation Plus, either in the extra or the premium category, uh, with the exception of Battlefield One, Call of Duty Black Ops Three, and Monster Hunter World. Those three games are not on any of the higher tiers. So if you have any interest in those games, just go ahead and add them to your library. Just just do it. Just do it. Don't even think about uh, it. Yep. Yeah. All right, so guys, uh, what are your thoughts? Are you sad to see the end of the PlayStation Plus collection, or kind of, or, did yeah. you, or were you like me and you you kind of expected this was going to happen? I mean, at some point, yes, it was going to go away, but it's mm-hmm. kind of nice to just have those games if you really have nothing to like. That's how that's how I started playing Days Gone. I didn't have anything to play, and I uh-huh. was like, I'm just going to go in here and see what I you know see what I enjoy, and I was like, oh, yeah. Days Gone is in here. Let's just play that. And then I refound my, I, sorry, I rekindled my love for it. And I was like, damn, I love this game. So, all right. For me, with goes, this collection. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Go on. Oh, 
With me with the PlayStation Plus collection, I I always looked at it. It was either going to go away at some point because I mean, like, I mean, like, we're we're on we're PlayStation. The PlayStation Five is two years old now, you know, stuff like that. I figured like the incentive, the incentive to get a PlayStation Five is not as great as it was like when Sony first rolled out the console, like you know, put it on the shelves and stuff like that. So I figured this is either going to go away or it's going to be a perk, you know, for all PlayStation Five owners where they were going to expand the uh, the lineup. I was under the impression that after the first year they were going to expand it, and there, there was no news about expansion. As a matter of fact, we lost a game. So when we lost the game, I started retooling how I thought about the PlayStation Plus collection. It is nice and everything. So like, if you are a PlayStation 5 owner, uh, if you just got one at Christmas, just go ahead and do yourself a favor and grab these games. You know, like You're not hurting anything by adding them to your library. You know, So there you go. All right, uh, we've got another bit of news here to talk about tonight, and that would be in the form of uh, Dragon Age Dreadwolf. Uh, you know what? Because Should we let Stoy take this one? I was just well, let about me, to love- uh, I, I could also talk about the PlayStation Plus games. Um, oh, in, go, yeah. in, 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 my opinion of, in my opinion of that, like, I mean, <clears throat> Sony's losing money by giving away these games for free. So like, That is true. When you think about it, like, you know, Sony's got to pay money to give these games away. So at some point, that's going to end. You know, it's not going to be like that forever. So I didn't I mean, even think of that. Maybe at some point we'll see some of these games on the, you know, on some of the PlayStation subscriptions, maybe. But um, yeah, for the most part, it's like, you know, a lot of these games aren't even first party titles, you know, like, um, you know, like a not until dawn, but uh, like Days Monster on. Hunter World. Uh, Resident Evil Seven, you know, those are not first party titles. Batman, Arkham Knight, like they're not. So yeah. Sony's got to pay money out. So how often, how long do you want to do that for? You know, so that's yep. it. <laughs> All right. Uh, so Stoy, I'm gonna let you do the honors on this one because um, I know you would do it a much better justice than I would. So uh, you you got the floor, man. Well. What was it? Insider Gamer? Like, I, I never heard of this website before. Um, I have, actually. I don't know. I, like, Insider Gaming, that's it. So, they, they you know, they they put out a uh, uh, kind of like a, like, I, I, I hated reading this because, like, some of the, uh, some of the, so, so basically the story goes is that they received some leaks about gameplay and certain elements of the upcoming game Dragon Age Dreadwolf. And, um, you know, these new details, you know, they shared some pictures and they shared a little video clip of the combat because, you know, if you're a Dragon Age fan, you one of the big things that has changed over the three games is like the combat has always changed. The first game was kind of a little bit more tactical, almost like a tactical RTS style game. Um, the second one was more of a hack and slash. Third one was a little blend of the two. And, you know, so a lot of people are thinking like, oh, what's Dragon Age 4? What's the new Dragon Age Dreadwolf going to be? So um, so basically sources, and I use that in quotes, who have <laughs> knowledge of the game and its progress have said that the game still lacks features, completed character lines, and still contains the remnants of the game's past, which um, a lot of people don't know is that the that game got like completely changed course in 2021. So EA was almost forcing their hand to make it a multiplayer game. 
They, they wanted it to be a single player and have a huge multiplayer component with it because EA makes more money off of multiplayer games than they do single player games. So I think they learned their lesson after uh, Star Wars Fallen Order because that was a single player game and that made a shit ton of money. So mm-hmm. uh, EA kind of said, OK, all right, you, you know, you can do whatever you want. So let Bioware be Bioware. Let's make a great single player game. So they reverse course. And they decided we're going to focus on entirely on a single player campaign and we're going to redo a lot of maybe the story elements. So they said that they've been working on this game for eight years, which is a long time to be working yeah. on a game. But uh, Andre, you'll you'll get this. Uh, two sources have revealed that some of the multiplayer components are still woven in the game. Uh, and one source saying that the game felt a bit like destiny with a central hub where players could probably regroup before heading into the next mission. I got um, that. Yeah. yeah. So which dragon age, uh, dragon age one and three had those, you know, like, so like dra- a hub or like a checkpoint. Well, like for example, dragon age acquisition had yeah, yeah. skyhold, you know, like your okay. big fortress. So like in between missions, you would, you know, walk around Skyhole, you walk around your fortress, interact with people. And then all of a sudden you talk to your people and you say, hey, we got to embark on another quest. All right. You know, you plan, you plan it out on a map and you, you go there, you go, you know. Okay. That, okay. Yeah. 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 So like, yeah. Okay. Got it. So like the, <clears throat> the, the central hub before the big bad guy, you gather all your healings and blah, 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 plan it out and then go. Okay, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Okay. So, and you know, they also like, you know, kind of talked about some other uh, some other details like they talked about, um, you know, excuse me. They talked about like some of the combat uh, where this one is going to be more real time hack and slash. Mm-hmm. And they wanted to reference God of War with that. So I think a lot of these games kind of like Soulsborne games and it's a bold statement. Yeah. Like to say that it's <laughs> going to be similar to that. Which, <laughs> That's a <bold laughs> statement. Fine. <laughs> Um, so yeah, like some of the other clips that they said is, uh, players have their regular combo attacks and abilities. Uh, basically they say that the UI is supposed to be compared to the final fantasy 15 weapon wheel and the abilities wheel. I don't know if you guys ever played final fantasy 15. That's the first I played one a, I played. A, I played a little bit. I played yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so like, you know, you'll be in combat and I imagine you'll be able to slow down combat to be able to select a an ability or a magic power that you can oh, use you like, on an enemy. You push a button, a wheel pops up and okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like Guardians of the Galaxy had something similar. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then so is what you're talking about what um and forgive me, um is this what they are implementing is in the game or going to be in the game? Yeah, going to be in the game. Okay, this is what it. the leakers, the sources have said. Oh, okay, got it. Um, got it. You know, they kind of like a lot of the, a lot of these things are like kind of like safe answers, or they could be like really made up. Like these yeah. are so generic. Like, oh, the weapon wheel is similar to this game, or combat is going to be like God of War. Yeah. It's like, nothing original. Yeah, like some of the pictures I saw like seem legit. You okay. know, okay. Um, the gameplay looks a little bit janky, but then keep in mind the game is barely an alpha. So like the game is still rough around the edges, like it's not. Yeah, look so it great. should look janky at the moment. It's going to look janky, you know, and of course, of course. Right. So this is where I kind of think to myself, I'm like, 
you know, I, I would say a good majority of this is maybe clickbait bullshit because this is the only website that reported on this. And, you know, maybe they had some like QA tester, like leak a few pictures or whatever, and maybe spout some bullshit. But, yeah, yeah. you know, by all accounts, I'm calling BS on something like this because it kind uh -oh. of, you know, it's, to me, it kind of degrades the work of the developers, you know, especially if like half of this stuff is made up. And I, I, I take stuff like this with a grain of salt, me no, personally. Sure. You know, sure. I mean, do I want the combat to be similar to God of War? Yeah, that would be great. You know, um, I think the hub world idea that's kind of similar to Destiny sounds like a good idea. And that's what, you know, the other Dragon Ages had. But, you know, I am going to wait until Bioware releases what they feel when they feel it's appropriate. An um, actual statement? Yeah. Well, they keep saying, you know, it, they're speculating that it may come out this year. It may come out next year. I think mm -hmm. there was a, a in the article they said it's possibly looking like 2024. However, a lot of people were saying like a couple years ago that 2023 was a realistic date. I, yeah. I don't know. You know, the fact it's that all they're just up in the air at the moment. Yeah, like okay. I don't buy like like I said, I really don't buy half this shit. It must have been a slow news week, and it's like, hey, we haven't talked about Dragon Age in a while. And hey! if any if anything. If anything, this could be kind of like a, um, you know, I, I know there's a saying behind it, but basically it's like you're almost forcing Bioware's hand to actually come up with something. So you could say yeah. the fact that the fact that we haven't gotten any meaningful Dragon Age Dreadwolf news. And we haven't seen what Dragon Age Dreadwolf looks like gameplay wise or know the story or know anything. You know, the fans need something. So mm -hmm. they're going to post this article that's going to obviously hit the hit the ground running. It's all over Reddit. You know, YouTubers are going nuts with it. You know, some guy is staring at a camera for 20 minutes like, here's what I think about this. I'm a big Dragon Age fan. Yeah, sure you are. But, um, you know, according to my research, this is this source is accurate. And I talked to a few people in the industry, too. Uh, but. Yeah, like so this could be forcing I don't know what you guys think, but this could almost be forcing Bioware's hand to say, like, well, maybe we should respond to this and kind of give a press release of our own. The way kinda that like, I kind of like the naughty dog leaks. Kind of like what happened with those. Yeah. Cause then they do that with Last of Us, the Last of Us remake. Yeah. 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 I think it was the day before The Last of Us Two was gonna drop. It got leaked and like the whole story was out. No, it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't a day before. It was like it was like three or four months ahead. Was it? Oh, okay. Yeah. I, yeah, I must have heard it was, like the day before. No, it was it was long enough. It was long enough that as soon as as soon as uh the game was released and Metacritic opened up, the review bombs were ridiculous. Like the review bombs, the review bombs were so fast, like that's how you knew. That you know, um, that you know, like there was a lot of like meddling. That's yeah, why the I internet heard, is a terrible place. <laughs> I heard so much bad shit about that game prior to getting it, and I was like, I don't understand what the hate is. And then I played it, and I was just like, again, I don't understand what all the hate was about this game because, like, all I heard like prior to 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 playing it was, oh, this game sucks. They ruined the story. Ellie this, Joel that, this game is horrid, the first one's better. And I was like, it cannot be that bad. And I played it and I was like, what the fuck is wrong with everyone? I yeah. Like, what? I was like, why? But to get onto this, I feel like basically whoever this 
person is who who got the insider scoop is basically like blah 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 dragon age this there's this and that and then they look at the camera and they're like huh so bioware what do you think and then bioware is like up uh uh and then they're give you something yeah yeah and then they're almost forced to be like well um this is actually yeah. and then the Lakers like ah no it's not because I and then it's just a whole bunch of that. It's like okay, well let's just let's stop here. Yeah. Maybe I don't want to be that guy, but I'm like I was like I was like this is the this is the bioware material that you want to leak. Where the fuck is my next Mass Effect game? Bro, that met that next Mass Effect game ain't coming out for a long time. They gotta finish yeah, I know. this game first. I know, I know, I know. I know, I know, I know. they're developing it. You know, they're developing it, and I think probably more people want to see that than Dragon Age. And I get I that. I feel like this is the. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I no, no. I, I. It's like there's more people are Mass Effect fans than there are Dragon Age fans. Um, yeah. But the fact that obviously Bioware has been working on this game for as long as it has, and. You know, Bioware has literally had to reverse course on the Mass Effect universe because everybody mm -hmm. hated Andromeda so much that they don't want to see anything from that universe again. It's like, okay, all right, we got to do something a little bit different now. Yeah. So, that was the best game ever made. I feel like this is the culture of gaming now. We've got we've got an entire culture of gaming that's all about leaks. And entitlement. We know we talked about this a long time yeah. ago, how like you get the sense of entitlement that just because... You know, you're a fan of a series that you need to be catered to. So, yeah. Yeah. Like, George Lucas isn't coming to me when he wants to talk about Star Wars just because I have a Star Wars sleeve. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> Disney ain't calling you and asking you, what do you want to yeah. see in the next? Hey, Star Andre, Wars so I, have a, I have a thought for Star Wars. Hey, George, you know what? I'll take this call. No, no one's calling yeah. me. Okay. No one's I calling really... you. No one's I... no one's reading your Twitter comments. No, no one's reading your Reddit posts. Okay. No, I really wish Alex Kurtzman would come to me about Star Trek. Well, I'd be like, oh, really? You want my you want yep. my thoughts? You know, you know what? Honestly, I wish James Gunn would come and talk to me about the DC universe. You know, like because he 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 just posted the roadmap last week of what to expect. Yeah. The DC. I saw movie. that. Yeah. And, saw, I, you know. and I and I and I'm uh, and I'm disappointed because I didn't see anything about Young Justice, so I don't know what's going on. Young Justice, get out of here with your Young Justice crap! What? Oh my what? god! Oh, Holy. okay, okay, show's what? over. I'm grab I'm grabbing the ticket to Wisconsin. I can't read. I can't Niner. read Young Justice. Oh my god, man! I can't. I tried. I tried so hard. The show was good. I like the cartoon show. The, sh the show is the show is amazing. I love the show. I mean, that's fine. Just the comics are just cringy oh I, I i don't read i don't read dc comics well according to the comics the comics are actually like you know robin in the comics actually yeah <laughs> well no 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 i don't, Did I you just know don't Tim drake is bisexual too i don't i just don't read dc comics like there's some it's something about these yeah, yeah he, he has a relationship with uh uh superboy oh yeah. i didn't and know he, that oh okay. and the internet went crazy new to me yeah. Um. Yeah. All right. So. All right. So that's that's all the main news uh, for uh, for for this episode. But we've got the speed run coming up, and just in case you don't remember, uh, every time we hit the speed run is basically our rapid fire segment of gaming news and, and events that we feel you should have on your radar. But it just wasn't enough meat and potatoes to to actually like add you know pad more time to the show. So. That being said, guys, how do we want to how do we want to do this? Do we want to do this uh, like we did last time, or you guys want? Let's me to keep like it simple, the same way we do 
uh, what we're playing order is the order we do this. So I go first, story, and then Perfect. you. Let's Perfect. Just it, let's just keep it simple. Perfect. Does that work for All everyone? Right. Yeah. It works for me. Okay, cool. Yeah, get on it. Okay, number one, Amazon reportedly wants to turn Tomb Raider into a Marvel-like franchise. Wow. Um, Amazon reportedly <laughs> aspires to turn Tomb Raider into a Marvel-like franchise, spanning internet- interconnecting game, film, and TV releases. Bold statement. And according to The Hollywood Reporter, Amazon is also bankrolling a new Tomb Raider film and TV show, with the letter being written by, F- I think that says Fleabag Emmy winner? Yeah. Fleabag. Okay, okay, okay. Phoebe Waller-Bridge, a source said to be familiar with with the company's plans, claimed Tomb Raider was one of the largest commitments at Amazon after its investment in its Lord of the Rings TV series, The Rings of Power. Do I want to see this? Eh. Is it gonna be good? I don't know. Do I like the games? Yes, I do. That's I'm worried favorite. that I'm worried that Amazon has their claws in this. I like this idea, but the fact that Amazon has it, because that's my concern. I, 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 only, I have not heard a single good thing about Rings of Power. <laughs> yeah, the only reason why the, the only reason why I'm even like interested in it is because Phoebe Waller Bridge is attached to it. That's the only reason why, because Fleabag was an amazing series. I heard the Rings of Power looks really good. That's all I've heard. Oh, it looks good. It looks good. Yeah. <laughs> It I doesn't entertain. It doesn't entertain well, according to my roommate. Oh God, it's an L. All right, boys, go. Take two says <laughs> imperfect release window may have contribute may have contributed to slow Marvel's Midnight Sun sales. Oh, can you believe this? No. Take-Two CEO Strauss Zelnick has reportedly said Marvel's Midnight Suns release window may have been a contributing factor in the game's disappointing commercial performance. Following a delay from the game's previously planned October launch window, the PS5, Xbox Series, and PC versions of the Midnight Suns were released in early December with last-gen console and Switch versions set to follow later. While the game was well-received, critically, all versions were heavily discounted within a month of release. Damn. (laughs) <laughs> suggesting that its publisher has been disappointed with its commercial performance. How about it was disappointing because it was a game genre that no one knows how to play? No, Stoy, how dare you? It was bad timing. You're wrong. That's it. Clearly, that's it. The CEO <laughs> knows more about video games than I do. So clearly. Wait, 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 wait. Quick raise of hands. Who's who's played this game? I, I have it. I have it. Oh, you have it. Okay. Yeah. I have it. Because right. I got it free with my with my game card. So I'm like, all right, well, it's free. And then I started playing it. And I was like, oh, okay. Not what I thought. But I'm here. I mean, I want to give this game a shot. But I, I just, I mean, I guess the, the fact that it's heavily discounted, maybe, uh, maybe I'll give it if a shot. If I can but... give you my copy, I would. Uh, that's all right. I'll be, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll see how much it is at GameStop this weekend or something like that. Like it's not a bad game. It's just a whole card thing. It's just like I know that's the thing. Like that's what that's what threw me. Like it's uh, so and, and, weird, and it's crazy about that too. Because like that was the last. That was the very last thing they decided to tell us about the game. Like, did you guys know there was going to be a card element in this game? I had I literally no clue, and I booted up, and I was like, oh. No, okay. I mean, I, I this was made by XCOM developers, so I thought it was going to be like an over-the-top real-time strategy, you know, moving yeah, out of board. Yeah. Kind of like similar to like Fire Emblem or whatever bullshit, the, you know. Thing. I would have I would have not minded that at all. But the fact I probably that, wouldn't have minded that either. Yeah, but yeah, the fact same. that it's 
turn base, I can only have three chances and I have five cards. And I'm like, I don't fucking what? Yeah, <laughs> it's like me uni meme everyone with Iron Man, and I'm good. That's it. So the there it is right there. Imperfect release window was may have contributed to the game's disappointing sales. Yeah. Moving on. Yeah. Yeah, moving on, moving on. <laughs> all right. Capcom says it's all set to sell a record number of games for the or for the fiscal year. Um, Capcom says it's on course to sell more games in fiscal in in a fiscal year than any other in its history. I'm assuming they're talking fiscal year 2023. I'm assuming because like all it keeps saying is fiscal year, a fiscal year, and that makes me a little nervous when they say that because do they mean? Today, do they mean last Tomorrow? year? Do they mean do they mean that. five years from now? You know, which fiscal year is it? You know, <laughs> in his latest financial in his latest financial uh, results published on Monday, the publisher said it had sold twenty nine point one million games to consumers in the nine months to December thirty first, twenty twenty two, which is up from twenty five point eight million during the same period last year. And with continued sales of a catalog, uh, with a continued sales of catalog titles, plus the release of Resident Evil Four scheduled for March twenty fourth. Yep, that's that's a thing. A uh, week before the end of its fiscal year, Capcom says it's expecting to sell more than three million game units, which would be the highest ever in a full year. Okay, so they must be talking about fiscal year twenty twenty two. They must be. That's a bold statement, holy. They they must be, you know. Um, I mean, Capcom has Capcom has been on a serious damn roll, though. Let's let's just put it this way. I I feel like I feel like they could do no wrong that year. Mega Man Eleven, Devil May Cry Five, Monster Hunter World, and freaking um, I'm missing one. There was there's four. There was four. There was four games that hallmarked that hallmarked that year for Capcom, and ever since then they've been on a fucking roll, you know. I feel yeah, like, like RE4 is definitely going to sell some numbers for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I I might be biased, but I know for sure like with Monster Hunter World and Iceborne combined selling over 22 million copies and Capcom even turned around saying Monster Hunter has outsold Street Fighter 2's lifetime sales, like that's that's insane. Yeah. <laughs> that I mean, is insane. I, honestly, Capcom has always done really well for itself. They've always had some really banger you know, they've had some really banger franchises in the past. Yeah. Still, yeah. Still do. Yeah. Capcom what? is a company that like when they show up to the party, it's like, oh, shit. OK, Capcom's here. Yeah. I'm yeah. I. What is that other game that came out that year that just like, man, I was like, man, Capcom, Capcom just told everybody to bow the fuck down, like basically that know. year. What uh, year are you uh, talking about? Last, uh, last 2018. Year. So Mega Man 11, Monster Hunter World, Devil May Cry 5. Resident Evil 7. Yeah, the, wait. Resident Evil Seven. Resident Seven was the was the year before. Maybe it was uh-huh. the same year. Hold on, hold on. Resident Evil Biohazard. What year did it come out? Um, looking. I'm trying to. Uh, 2017. Sorry. Okay, so yeah, that was the year before. But you know, might as well just tack it on to it. You know. Um, but yeah, like the that that year, like you know, like Capcom was like, 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 fuck you, give us our money. Bring the heat. <laughs> Literally. Okay. Uh, Microsoft is reportedly expecting the UK to oppose this Activision Blizzard deal. I can't believe this is still going. Holy shit. Microsoft is reportedly expecting the UK's regular to oppose its acquisition of Activision Blizzard after the EU issued its own antitrust warning this week. That was a mouthful. This, well, uh, wait, 
That's that's according to a report in the New York Times, which states the Microsoft's legal team also expects the antitrust authority in Britain to oppose the transaction. Microsoft believes the European Commission is open to potential remedies. Yep. And the and the company is hoping to convince both the UK and European Union to accept its concessions and approve the deal. Wow, this is a lot of big words for me. This in turn could make it easier to reach an agreement with the FTC before a scheduled trial later this year. It's claimed at the same time, it's claimed that any of the three agencies could instead put pressure on the others who oppose the accusation. God, that was fucking hard. <laughs> All right, so just to break this, just to break this down really quickly, okay? Please, because, please break it down because I don't know what I just read. Because okay, because remember, the UK is no longer part of the European Union, but the okay. UK also has a stake in like how all this stuff is regulated, you know, for antitrust laws and all that stuff, and monopolies and all that stuff, right there. Okay. So they're so they're thinking that the UK will also like like step in and say, hey, like this deal is not on the level. You need to do something about it and stuff like that. Which Microsoft will then turn around and use and use their own logic or, or sensibilities and stuff like that to kind of yeah. get around because basically what they want they basically what they want to do now is they want the european union the uk and the united states ftc to fight it out amongst each other to like basically like hand them the deal okay got it okay okay yeah yeah I was that's, just, yeah that was a yeah. lot of wolves. that's 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 me you know with my limited understanding of legal essay legalese whatever you want to call it yeah there you go okay cool Alrighty. Take two planning layoffs as part of $50 million cost reduction program. So take two looks to make layoffs as part of a $50 million cost reduction program announced on Monday. Rockstar and 2K Games owner revealed the plan as part of its earnings results for its fiscal third quarter, which ended in December 2022. Quote, in light of the current backdrop and take to strong commitment to efficiency, the company is implementing a cost reduction program. I've said cost reduction program 10 times in this post. <laughs> a cost reduction program expected to yield over $50 million of annual savings, which will begin to realize in the fourth quarter of its fiscal year 2023. Uh, the program includes personnel, processes, infrastructure, and other areas and will primarily focus on corporate and publishing functions. Take-Two believes these actions, combined with its focus on profitability and growing at scale, will enable the company to maximize its mark. Who's typing? Uh, not me. Not okay. me. All right, because it, it's obscured half of the post. But anyway, yeah, so cost reduction. Businesses making businesses decisions. Businesses making business uh, deals. All I heard was just cost production. <laughs> Basically, cost reduction, cost reduction, cost reduction. Yeah. Yeah, so there you have it. That is everything for our speed round tonight. Uh, speed run. My bad. Speed run. Uh, yeah, we will We will keep this information coming to you on a weekly basis as things come out because even though even though the week is like basically a nothing burger news, like there's always something, you know, that catches your attention and stuff like that. And we just want you to be in the know because like we don't, as gamers, we don't like being blindsided Stop by anything. Using so. that word. As, as people, people who as people who love to play video games, Thank we you. don't like being blindsided by things that I go on. I don't want in the you industry. to label me. I don't want you to label me. 
Yeah, you he are, identifies as a tree, all right? Get it right. I don't identify sure. as a gamer. Okay, sure. You have already been labeled. You need to just deal with it. Well, I'm hurt, and I'm going to go to Twitter to vent my frustrations. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm privating my account so you can't be in my mentions. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to Reddit to write about you writing on Twitter. No, that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> <laughs> if you like to, if you'd like to ask us for our for our thoughts and opinions on anything going on in gaming, tweet us at crossroads underscore VGP or emails at crossroads PG, uh, PS pod at gmail.com. Uh so we so we can have some questions for the audience to read. Of course, like you know, it'd probably help if I just did a roll, you know, like a like a call out for them, but you know, it is what it is. I'm sorry, I'm only human. We'll call. Not not a roll call, not a roll call. Maybe like a will call. I think that's what, I guess what it is. Uh, I don't know. All right, so we're at the uh, we're at the big part of the night now. It's time for our big topic, and uh, you know what? I I had nothing to do with this, so I'm going to turn over to, the reins over to Story for this one. Uh, so have at it, my man. So I didn't. Um, I I mean I I wrote a whole paragraph on how I want to intro this. The types mm-hmm. of genres within video games is vast and diverse, with no shortage of games that seemingly are made, quote, just for you. However, sometimes I feel like I'm often left wondering what I am missing. Or when friends recommend games or genres to me, I either miss the point or just flat out don't like it. So basically, you know as people who play video games there's a multi- there's a multitude of genres the reason i'm going to i'm going to say this right now the reason why i don't like the word gamers is that it has such a toxic connotation to me because and i wrote an article about this on bossrush.net that it's like you know having the word gamer attached to your profile gives you a scent of bullshit entitlement that i just can't stand yeah there i threw that out there Anyway, um, so, you know, there's a multitude of genres out there and definitely there's like things that that get overwhelmingly positive responses from people that you're just like, oh, wow, I have not I've not heard of this or I've not got into it. You know, all your friends are telling you, you should play this. You should play this. It's amazing. It's amazing. You know, I get this with like literally everything Nintendo makes. It's like, it's amazing. You should play it. You should play it. It's amazing. Mario versus uh, Rabbit sparks a hope. It's amazing game. You should play it. It's like no, I think Mario I, should die. That's, no, really, honestly, Andre, you and I bonded over uh, hot cocoa over that thought. Sure, sure nice glass That's of a, nice glass <laughs> of a hot. I mean, li- 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 listen, you know, th- there's still a lot of great things Nintendo does. You know, uh, don't get me wrong, but it's like sometimes it's like so. For example, a lot of people love the fuck out of Pokemon, right? Like, love it. Yeah, yeah. Cards, card, anime the games, just everything about it. I don't understand it. (laughs) So basically what this topic is, is like, you know, like a call out to you guys or even call out to the listeners out there. It's like, what's something that someone recommends to you that says you have to play this. You know, it's an amazing game. It's an amazing series. It's amazing. This, and you play it and you just can't get into it. Can I, can I go first? Yeah, go ahead. ahead. I'm going to circle back to Pokemon. 
But go okay, ahead. Because I, because I swear to fucking God, my Monster Hunter buddies just want me to play Warframe with them so bad. And the sad part is, is I played Warframe back when it was a uh, when it was back in alpha status, and I was like, no, no, I, 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 I played I, Warframe too. That was uh, I did too. That was that was a rough uh, rough first year. <laughs> I hear it's, it's amazing now. I hear it's great. Now. I, I hear it's amazing too, but I just don't want to put myself back through that through that ordeal. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Uh, oh, sorry, Leron. Are you done? Yeah, okay, I'm done. Cool. I'm the done. person, the person that is always like, hey man, listen, there's a game you know you want to play. There's 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 one there's one person, and I'll tell you who it is. I'll tell you where I see him. Whenever I go to the washroom and i look in the mirror it's that guy i am so bad at being like hey man yeah what's up you know what game you would love no i don't the fucking new game that you don't care about that came out and i'm like oh you know what i actually might like it and then i go to play it and i'm like what why am i here i do that all the time i do it all the time and i hate it because I'm like, yeah, World of, World of Warcraft, let's let's sub to that. Didn't like that game. Warframe, you know what? Let's try that. Didn't like that game. I do it all the time, and I'm so tired of doing it to myself. Yeah, okay, really. you're, you're, the, you're the type of, I'm not going to say the G word, you're the type of enthusiast that you want to get in on the ground level. You're basically like the early adopter for everything. So, so it's one of those situations where I it, it, think I like it, it, but I don't. It, I know I don't. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It covers a base for you because at least you can say you played it. You know, it covers that base for you. You know, yeah. it doesn't always mean that you're going to enjoy it because sometimes we all know we've stepped in, we we jumped in, we've dove in feet first in the game, and it was like, man, like we just smashed up our ankles and our knees because it was not yeah. the landing like, we were looking for. I know I love a good story. I love to sit down play a single player game and I want to be emotionally developed where I lay in bed and I'm laying there thinking what's going to happen to Bill and Bob when they go save the princess. I want to think like, I don't, I want to go to bed thinking about what's going to happen next in my game. And I Mm -hmm. know there are games that don't do that for me, like call of duty or destiny or FPSs or Pokemon, but I'm still like, hey, let's go drop the money and play wait, those games. Wait, hold on, hold on. So you're yeah. not an actual Destiny fan? I love Destiny, but Destiny has PvE and PvP, and the PvE side isn't as this might be a bold statement, isn't as big as the PvP side. Oh, that's yeah. Not surprising. Yeah, that's yeah. not surprising at all. Any yeah. any game that has any game that's broken up with PvP and PvE, like it's always the PvP has always got more oomph. Exactly. So like a game like Dead Space, uh uh Force is it Forspoken? Forspoken. Yeah, Forspoken. Yeah. Forspoken. Uh Persona, Days Gone, single player story games that hook me and don't let go of me. I love those games and I know I do. But I'm always like, do you know what, man? Just try that game to see if you like it. And I'm like, I know I won't, but hey, let's go. And I and I, I, I do it all the time. All the time. And you're, Pokemon you're, is a great example because I'm like, hey, I love Pokemon. I love anime. I love Pikachu. Let's go. I play it. Two days later, I'm like, this is the same bullshit I played last gen. Okay, story, I'm, done. Andre, I'm done. I'm done. That's it. That's it. Story. Andre's the guy at the party 
that he comes in and he has to try every drink, you know, every every drink from every six pack that's brought in from, you know, the random people. And heaven forbid he walks into the one room where everybody's doing all the drugs because he's got to try all that stuff too before he leaves. Yeah. And then by six, six o'clock, I'm like, hey, hey man, can, can we like, and I'm that guy. I think Hi, you're, uh, I, I think your you? fiance's checking up on you. <laughs> I am ranting because I am sick of myself. <laughs> I'm sorry. I got really invested in this conversation. I got really invested. Jeez. That was that was the babies are asleep. It's time for you to chill out. Yeah, Wasn't I'm it? Done. That's it. That's it. I'm sorry. I got, I got really heated. No, this is a good topic, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I, I hate myself sometimes. Yeah, we are our own or our own worst enemies because sometimes it's like you want to dip your toes into something else and you're like, oh, that looks something kind of interesting that I get into it. Then $60 later, you know, you're just like, ah, oh, shit. Yeah, another, another one for me is like, cause, um, I love Diablo. I, I love the Diablo games and stuff like yeah. that. Right. But I swear, like I've got friends that just, well, they're like, well, Hey, play league of legends. It's just like Diablo. I'm like, no, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> it is not. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like Diablo does not have Diablo does not have an esports league. Yeah. League of legends does. Guess yeah. what? I am trash at anything that's even closely related to esports. So why would I be into this? <laughs> I've tried League of Legends. It was fun. It was fun till it wasn't fun because you know I was getting my ass smacked down every it's like five game. seconds. It's a fun game. <laughs> and, and you know, and, you know, and and, and is and isn't that where the meme comes from? Where where he's on top, he's on top. I'm coming, I'm coming. You know, you know. Oh what I'm yeah, talking yeah, about yeah, yeah. I know exactly what I know exactly what meme. But so you had something that you want to say about Pokemon. <laughs> I, it's one of those things where I, I really think I missed the generation, but I, I, I can't really speak on that because I know guys in their forties that love the hell out of Pokemon. So I don't understand it. I've never, I was never the type of kid that like really got into like these kind of like weird, uh, you know, weird fantasy things. Mm -hmm. When I was a kid, I, I think I even like stuff like that. Like it just seemed too childish for me at the time. Like I was like this, like, edgy ass like 11 year old that was just like fuck this shit you know mm. but uh, i have a chain on my wall but i don't fucking need to play pokemon yeah so like you know everybody everybody's really into pokemon and getting into arceus and scarlet and violet and just all these other different ones like so i tried i got let's go eevee like i was pressure i was not pressured but i was like kind of pressured by my the other podcast guys on my crew with the mm. exp cast like they told me i should get into it so i was like all right i'll give it a shot you know and i i played it for a good like four or five hours, like I I came back and I played it a couple times. Oh wow, okay. And I was like, I just I don't know, man. It's like I'm trying really hard, you know, because mm -hmm. I yeah, was doing I was yeah. doing it for them. I wanted to give it a shot, mm -hmm. and just didn't work. And so then they they told me get sword and shield. It's better. It's like let's go Eevee, but better. So I believed them again. I was like, fuck, <laughs> I'll give it another shot. And sure yeah. enough. It was the same old bullshit, you know, just whatever. I was like, I, yeah. I, I just couldn't do it. Like, you know, I it, it's like all the end, like all the all the monsters, you know, with their different names and different mm -hmm. Pokemon it, games are notorious for just, I think, like copy and paste. It's lot. really repetitive. Like, honestly, yeah, like, yeah. so well, it's so bad when I hear about That's the differences between all the games. It's like the game. The game has not changed. The game is not the game has been the same for the last 30 years, which is like yeah. 
How could you literally make this? I mean, this is why like Game Freak can pump these games out like crazy because it's the same thing over and over again. It's not like they revolutionized the gameplay. Arceus mm-hmm. was probably the biggest step forward for them because that was open world. You know, what? It's, what? I, I hate that it's called open world because it's not. Yeah, it's not. It's it's, it's not. like hub worlds or something like that. Whatever. It's like but, yeah, it's like it's like here's the area you're allowed to go in. That's open, but you can't go everywhere. It's, that's oh yeah. That's the one thing I hate. Like. When I started playing it, I was like, I got gypped. I'm like, I can't travel across the world. I was like, it's just like a, a sandbox I'm trapped in. I'm so so angry about that. Another like a, a parallel that I could probably relate this to is like anime. But I have friends being like, oh, dude, this anime is so sick. You have to check it out. And I check it out. And I'm like, it's okay. And they're like, what do you mean it's okay? It's so good. And I'm like, I just like, and I'm like, all right, maybe I just did give it a shot. So I'll watch episode one, two, three, and I'm like, I just, it's not that good. And they're like, bro, I live by this. And I'm like, okay, I don't. The, yeah, like, th- th- that's why I don't take show suggestions from anyone anymore. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But like, that's the best parallel that I can think of. Yeah. I'm like, this show is so good. Not the first couple episodes, but like episode eight, it picks up. It's like, well, I don't want to spend eight episodes Think, that right? was the trap I got into a Game of Thrones. Like everybody was watching Game of Thrones, they're like, "Oh, you gotta watch this!" And I was like, "Okay, whatever." Like I started yeah. watching it, and, uh, and it did not literally hook me until the eighth episode of the first season. I was like, "I was like, because I I remember calling my friends and be like, hey, I know you guys tell me I should be watching the show, but there ain't shit going on in the show. I'm gonna stop.' Like, no, no, keep watching it.' And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah," which is why which is why I am not running anywhere anywhere fast towards House of Dragon right now because no, like you know. And- I was I victimized think, by Game oh, of Thrones, just like I was, just like I was victimized by the Kingdom Hearts games. Oh God, Kingdom Hearts games is just another maze of. I yeah, that's know. another thing that I never got into. I, I mean, was, I was, I was into Kingdom Hearts for one and two, and then you know, like they just broke my heart, you know, with the whole fiasco. Ah, no Hearts pun intended. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> well, going back, yeah. going back again, like you know, um, I and. Andre, I know you love this game, but I, I just mm-hmm. couldn't get into Persona 5. I, I really couldn't. I tried once before, like when the game mm-hmm. first came out, my friends told yeah. me, like, you got to play this. You know, it's an amazing JRPG. You like JRPGs and like kind of I don't. But, yeah. um, you know, so I was like, all right, I'll, I'll give it a shot. You know, like so I played it and I was like, it's all right. You know, and I just kind of shoved it away. And then I was like, maybe I should give it a second chance. You know, it came out of Game Pass. I was like, let me let me give it a second chance. Maybe I just need to kind of just reboot it. Yeah. Maybe maybe my brain is in a different spot right now where I could yeah yeah you know enjoy it. And I I tried it and I was like, no, I I it's just like I can't. Like I don't know. Maybe it's just maybe I I think sometimes it maybe takes too long for the story to get going. And like I know I complain about the dialogue a lot. I can I can definitely cope with you there like so when i first experienced that game it was actually uh it was actually something we talked about previously if i can just kind of scroll back a bit and try and find it here um it was when it was in the the ps plus collection because it was in here at some point yeah and it was when i was in the midst of making my my gaming pc it was in there and i i i heard it was good and again to to backpack off your topic i had friends be like oh dude Persona 5 is so good. And not only with my friends, I just heard everyone was talking about Persona 5 being so good. So I'm like, okay, it's free. I'm here. I'll play it. 
and I started it, and I was like, eh, I was like, this doesn't really tickle my fancy, but okay. Um, so again, I pushed it aside, and then and then I heard someone in in Tower Casuals, um, who's a friend of mine, Josh. He was talking about it. And he was raving about it, and I was like, hmm. I was like, okay, maybe I judged it a little too quick. And then I got gifted it for Christmas, and now I'm I'm fully addicted to it. So I'm glad I gave that a second try. But I I know what you mean about the whole like dialogue. And they're just being way too much talking at some point. And I think mm-hmm. I am, oh, I am, I use this lightly, but quote, immune to that. It's because when I played Digimon Survive, there was so much dialogue. That I, I was got. just about to, want, I was about to ask, like, wasn't Digimon yeah. Survive like it that? Was, I was it just was, about to ask. It was basically a visual novel and a video game, but it was like 80% visual novel, 20% game. So I am, I was used to it. So going into Persona, I was like, oh, okay, at least they are talking in English and I can kind of just like skip, 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 skip. So, I mean, I, I, I shouldn't use dialogue as like, cause I played all the Phoenix Wright games for, okay. for the DS and stuff. And that's obviously a visual novel style. So yeah. Oh, is it? Um, okay. I didn't yeah. know. I, I've There's never literally no gameplay. Yeah. Yeah. It's just oh, literally like oh, okay. reading. Yeah. A visual novel. So, okay. but, um, yeah, like I, I just don't know, you know, I, I guess it's hard for me to pinpoint it. Maybe sometimes I think like you get so much hype about something yeah. that you expect your expectations to get there. Yeah, you expect when you start the game to be blown away and it's yeah. not. And you're because like, Because everyone oh, okay. said so such great yeah. things about it. And, you know, put this game in like high praise and then all of a sudden you go play it. And then you're disappointing yourself because it's like, well, I'm not latching on to it like everybody else is. You know, I have that problem with Elden Ring. Elden I'm Ring. An, people, I'm about people, to be an asshole. <laughs> people were giving 10 out of 10s to Elden Ring before the game even fucking came out because of all yeah. the hype surrounding it. Yeah. So it's like, OK, all right. Well, I bought the game. I spent $60 to buy that game that I only played four hours of. Bullshit. You know, I gave I gave that game away just recently. So it's like, yeah. you know, I, I was wondering, like, am I missing something? Like, I know I'm not like a, you know, I, I mean, a stickler. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I, I can play hard games. I mean, I grew up on Ninja Gaiden and Mega Man, like, you know, Ninja Gaiden was ruthless. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm used to ruthless games. I grew up in an era where they didn't make games long. They made games ridiculously bullshit hard. So you could be stuck on it for a while. Actually, funny enough, I think that's why that's literally the reason why Lion King for the Super Nintendo was made to be as ridiculously hard as it was. Is that is, it, is that, that platforming game? Yeah. So Yo, F that game. The story was is that people were renting like this was during the rental days where like people would rent games and then beat them over the weekend and turn them in and just never buy the game. So they said if you made the games hard enough that you can't beat them in a weekend and then it forces people to go buy the game. Got mm-hmm. it. Smart five. So, so they did that with Lion King on purpose. So they, they make games purposely hard to get some extended life out of them. So Lion King was terribly hard. Uh, Laurent, you said that you were going to be an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's this one game that everybody keeps running to me and telling me I need to play, especially because like, you know, I like other games in the series and that is Resident Evil four. Like, okay. I mean, Okay. I mean, Listen. I've tried. Listen. I've tri- <laughs> Listen, let's get something and, straight. And even though I, let's I, even get though I, something straight. Do not. 
Andre, 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 this, don't make your fiance oh, come in the room again. Oh boy, listen, temper, listen. temper, temper, temper. Leon, I mean, I, I mean, I was, I was not calling this game out to, to like antagonize y'all or bait you guys or anything. But like, I just, I, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna wait my time. And March 24th comes, I'm gonna just get Resident Evil 4 remake. I'm, I'm, I can't, I, I can't go back and play the old game. I can't. I actually have a question. Are you gonna watch any gameplay of the old game, or just go into it nope. and just like blind nope. your shit? Nope, I'm going, going in dry. Nope. Okay, cool, cool, cool. But bro, <laughs> they're gonna change things about the game that are not gonna be from. The oh, so game. I should watch a, I should watch a long play. Is that what you're saying? I don't know. Uh, I, like you I, know what, hear... you, know, you know what? You know what? Fuck it. I, I, I own the game on Steam. I. I may just play it. I, You're if, not gonna play make, it. Stop. If it'll make you guys happy, if it'll make you guys happy, Bro, I might play it. You're not gonna play it. You're not gonna play it. Or 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 this. Or how about when you play the remake? Each podcast, you kind of give a little brief explanation of where you are, and me and Soy will tell you if that's the same as the old one. I can do that. I mean, I'll, you... I'll also be playing it too as well, so I'll tell you how. Okay, so yeah, so... it is to the original. So there you go. So yeah, so Stoy will be your like word for word. And when you get to the pod, just give us like a brief, hey, I got to hear XYZ happen. Let us know. Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. That, can way, that way we can be like, oh, that's different. Oh, this is the same. Blah, blah, blah. I think I actually posted something in the Twitter chat that they're not doing like quick time events, but like they, they're going to have side quests now. How are they not going to do quick time events? How are they not going to do quick time events? Nice like that, that was kind of wait, 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 that was one of the things that made it fun. You guys didn't see that? No, no. I bought okay. a media blackout with Resident Evil Four. Hold on, hold on, <laughs> hold on, hold on. I think I I shared it. I think last week. Um, yeah, because yeah, there's that really cool knife fight with yeah, Bowser, man. How yeah, are you QT, supposed to do that? QT's yeah. made it fun. Resident Evil Four remake is removing quick time You're events. You're literally the only quest. person to ever say that, Laurent. The only person to ever say that out loud is you. QTE dude. events are fun, <laughs> dude. Come on, like I played, I played Shinmu. Like QTE. Oh no! Capcom has shared new details in the upcoming RE4. This includes confirmation. Story's gonna hate this. That they will remove quick time events, add side quests, get ready, and introduce breakable knives. Okay, listen. You're not gonna break my homeboy. You're not gonna. You're not gonna break Leon's. I swear to God. Okay, listen, listen. They. Oh God, this is gonna piss off a lot of people. Why? Why? Why is that even necessary? I don't know. I don't understand why that was even necessary to begin with. Like the link is in the Twitter chat. If you scroll up, it's there. Fuck that. I'm not. No. Hey story, story. I have a question. I have a question for you. Is the um is the final word that I had originally written up for this? Is it appropriate, or you just or do you just want to wing it and, and and take us out? What do you mean, final word? Are we done? Are, I mean, are we done? Um, yeah, I guess it we're felt done. like we were, it felt like we were getting close to being done. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm done. I I could I could keep screaming, but I, I mean, I, I, yeah, we could keep going, but we're done. Stoy, how mad would you be if you were Leon S. Kennedy, the beautiful man he is, you're knifing a zombie, and your knife just breaks? How pissed would you be? Bro, did you see how nice and intricate his knife is in the original it's Resident Evil so, 4? It's like, it's so... Can you so imagine good. that thing breaking? Not, I've been like, fuck they're the not zombies, daughter, I'm going though. home. 
They're not zombies, though. There's a Las Lagos, whatever, whatever them things are. You're not going to correct me, even though you haven't played the game. Know your place. What are you trying to, what are you trying I, to correct us? Because I know Resident Evil lore. Like, yes, <laughs> just because I didn't play four. To, <laughs> it's, it's not zombies. It's Lost Plagas. I'm sorry. Okay, there. We're talking there. about a breakable knife. He's trying to be cheeky by saying it's not zombies. It's Lost Plagas. <laughs> yeah, he's trying to, he's trying to showboat. Yeah. See, I know about Resident Evil. Oh my god, I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm be minding my own business, getting ready to walk out the door tomorrow morning to go to work, and both of you guys are going to be on the doorstep ready to beat yeah. my I am going to Leon. I'm going to Leon S. Kennedy Roundhouse kick you in the chin. Listen, listen, <laughs> this is your fault because you know, you know who you're speaking to, so you yeah. get no sympathy from me. No. Well, okay, so will it help if I just watch Resident Evil Vendetta tonight before I go to bed? Story will that will that will that ease it up some? Some of some of it, <laughs> maybe a little bit. <laughs> did you, did right. you play Resident Evil Two Remake? Actually, yeah, you did. I played the remakes. I played the remake, and so I'm. Uh, that's why I was a little pissed that you know they're remaking four before they remake Code Veronica. Yeah, but you know Capcom wants money. They would have got. No, I, I still. No, I feel like they would have. Fight you on that. I will fight you on that. Yeah, I. I mean, you like. As okay, they might not make Resident. They might not make Resident Evil Four money, but I feel like they will make money off of Co Veronica. Listen, if you're a Capcom, if you're Mister Capcom, and somebody comes to you up to you and says, "Hey, do you want to make Resident Evil Four money in 2023 or Code Veronica money in 2023?" You're gonna be like, "Give me that Resident Evil Four money." Yeah, I like. I you're right. As Code I need Veronica a new Porsche. Was, I need a new Porsche. I don't need a, I don't need a Chevy Cruze. You're right. Chevy you're Cruise, right. I need a Porsche. So. Yeah, for sure. Like you could put all the other Resident Evil games against four and four wins easily. Uh, yeah, easily. Like it's probably There's... the most beloved. Wait, four. Wait, four beats out Resident Evil two. Easy, Hundred... easy, easy, easy. There's there. There's no comparison. As no. shitty as it is, four... y'all are fanboys. Y'all are fanboys. No, 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 no. We're not fanboys. Yeah. It is statistics. Resident Evil 4, I'm pretty sure, is one of the 25 best games ever made. One of the most highly rated games ever made. And yes. I mean, me personally, this is coming from a guy that thinks Resident Evil 2 is the best game in the whole entire franchise. And I think 3 is is the best one. But 4 is... I am sorry that I am being loud, okay? Huh? Okay, wait. <laughs> You have to wait. I'll be in a sec. I'll deal with you in a second. <laughs> I think three is the is the best one, but four nope. is literally acclaimed the best one. Okay, all right. I've come well, to me here. That's what I was saying. I'll deal with you in a second too. Okay, all right, all right. Well, uh, well, I'm just gonna go ahead and wrap it up by saying, like, even though gaming is one of the hobbies that can truly be a gift. While there's always something for everyone in gaming, everything isn't always for you. So, yeah. So, you know, like when you're over enthusiastic about introducing your friend to a game, just kind of recon real fast what they like to play and say and think to yourself, you know, should I recommend this JRPG to this guy that only plays The Witcher and Mass Effect? Or, you know, should I recommend like, like, you know, like, like city, city slash or something when this guy only plays Monster Hunter, you know? Like, think about that. You know, just just think about that. You know, ask you him. Might... Don't force on them. There you go. Yeah, yeah. You know, because you you don't want to get cursed out. No, <laughs> you don't. It's very All right. Yep. Yep. Plain and simple. 
All right, everyone. So that's our show for the night. Uh, we'd like to go ahead and just thank you all for hanging out with us tonight. L- either whether you're checking us out on YouTube or listening to us in the audio format. Uh, be sure to check our show notes in the YouTube or the uh, podcast descriptions to find all of our links as well as how you can connect with the show directly. Mm. Uh, before we head out, though, here are some suggestions for your consideration t- uh, to check out at BossRush.net. That'll tide you over while we work on the next episode of the Crossroads podcast. Uh, I've talked about it enough tonight, but I, but I just need to go ahead and throw this blurb out there real quickly. Uh, the Dead Space remake has received industry-wide praise with, with a Metacritic score of 89, and our friend David Lasby asks readers, should EA, Mo- should EA Motive Studio remake Dead Space 2 in the February 6th edition of the Boss Rush Banter? <clears throat> Also, Ed, Corey, and Stephanie are back with, with their ranking Nintendo series, and they are currently and they're discussing the Nintendo 3DS and how the console fared against its predecessor in episode 46 of the Nintendo Power Block Expansion Pass. Uh, lastly, Monday Night Raw has been on the air for just over 30 years, and our boy Josh Martinez talks about uh, talks about how WWE's flagship show has impacted the entertainment world in his February 4th write-up about the WWE Monday Night Raw. So just check it out. For even more interesting news and unique uh, talking topics, uh, BossRush.net has you covered, so swing by there. Check out all the things that our talented writers, content creators, and contributors are serving up on the site, including our very own Stoy here. Uh, He's always throwing some stuff out there, and he's always making making those G-words think. Yep. Those gentlemen. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> Those gen- <laughs> All right. If you like to ke- uh, if you like to keep the conversation going uh, with us, you can ha- find the Crossroads Video Game Podcast over at Twitter at Crossroads underscore VGP. <clears throat> also, if you enjoyed tonight's show, uh, please give us a like, share, and, and subscribe to the YouTube channel that you're watching this on. And be sure to hit the notification bell so you don't miss a new episode when it comes out. Also for our podcast listeners, leave us a review and a five-star rating. If you liked it enough, you know, leave, leave us a review. But if you, if you liked it enough, leave us a five-star rating. We'd love you for it. Um, yeah, Jimmy. You, hey everybody. This has been episode one Oh nine of the crossroads podcast. We love you. We appreciate you for hanging out with us uh, for this episode. And as a partner with the boss Rush network, go out there, play games and be better. Please come back and join us for our next all-new episode of the Crossroads Podcast. You guys have a great night, happy gaming, and uh, you know, be be a little more be a little more flexible when you're introducing games to to your gamer friends. Could you never? Oh, I'm sorry, I did it again. Whoops, my bad. <laughs> story's going story's going to send me like anthrax through the mail. <laughs> I'm gonna walk out your front. I'm gonna walk out your front door, and story's gonna punch you in the tooth. Yeah. All right, everyone. <laughs> It's been fun. The Crossroads Podcast is signing off. Y'all have a good night. Be be easy out there. Bye. Later, nerds. <laughs>